All right, back. we back. What's up? It's the Shetler Show. Um, we don't have Ramsey today. I'm sad to say. And I know everyone loves Ramsey. I love Ramsey, but you know, the man's back in Massachusetts. We're in California right now. So, uh, and today we got Derek Fugar. What's up? What up? Um, we're gonna get the commercials out of the way quick. Um, we'll do Olo Clip first. You want to take it? You know, you you got Olo Clip. You mess with it. Uh, Olo Clip three in one um, iPhone lens. It's fisheye, wide angle, and a macro lens. I heard they had a new one coming out. Yeah. So Kent was saying like four in one or something. Yeah, four in one. It's got like better glass. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got like a telephoto. I haven't messed with it yet. I haven't got my hands on one, but it's pretty cool to shoot photos with. Like I said, I tried to film tricks with it, but when you for the telephoto, I'm like so far away, the audio barely picks it up. Mm-hmm. But to shoot photos, it's so sick. Seen some photos that look good. How often do you do you use your Olo Clip? Uh, I use it a lot. I used it like a bunch last night hell at yeah. the art show. Oh hell cool, yeah, dude! Yeah, I bring it with me wherever I go. Yeah, I, I keep it in my backpack and I yeah. just yeah. You, I've it's washed rad. it. I wash it in my it washing works. machine and it still works. I've done that like three or four times. Durable. Because you go skating and then like you put it back in your pocket and you go home. You just throw it all your yeah. You like sweat all over it. Yeah. yeah. Thing just gets a little fogged up and then straight. They're good. It's a fun. It's a fun little toy to invest in. Yeah, for real. And Kent's the homie, and it's just like, it makes your phone like that much more legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can do anything with it. It's insane. You yeah. get the case. The case, like you don't. If you get the Olo Clip case, it um, the top corner flips off of your camera, so you don't have to take your case off to use it. And then it comes with a uh, the clip, like an attachment clip that you can put it on a tripod or you could put it on a handle. So you could, if you like skating, you could put the fisheye on and then you can rock it on one of those regular handles, use a DSLR on yeah. and film with it like it's a DSLR. Oh yeah, someone pointed that out to yeah. me the other day when I was like filming at the skate park. They're like, dude, you could just use your, your like handle. I'm yeah, like, oh, you could hey. just put it on a handle, fully. or so put it on a tripod, do whatever. Yeah, it's legit, man. Go get an Olo Clip. I don't know how much they are, but I know they got them in the Apple Store. They got them in Best Buy. Mm-hmm. You can get them online. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know if any skate shops carry them, but maybe. Um, but yeah, I think they're like sixty bucks, maybe. So that sounds about right. But it's like you get that, and then your phone yeah. transforms into a camera. Yes, yeah, that's like it. Oh yeah, table. check out the Olo Clip World Industries edit. Yeah, hell yeah. It's on the uh, world, or no? It's on the Olo Clip YouTube channel. So if you go check that out, it's. That last trip we went on was the last time we did this podcast. It was the East Coast tour, yeah, and basically we did a World Industries East Coast tour, and Derek just like filmed a bunch of rad stuff with his phone, and then he put it all together. You edited it too, right? Yeah. Shit came out awesome. Like so, check it out for sure. I forgot about that. Dude. Yeah. That thing was so was sick. Good times. It's gonna have to watch it again. That trip was so fun, man. Yeah. To have an Olo clip on a skate trip is like crucial, man. You have to. Nowadays, with everything with like Instagram with the um, videos. And the photos now, it's like... Oh, with Instagram now, if you have that Olo clip, you're in the game. You're yeah. just posting your own video, 15-second, like, little videos yeah, every day. Yeah, you put your logos in it and stuff. It's so tight. You don't even need a computer. Um, all right, next sponsor, All I Need. Um, all I Need Apparel. Uh, it's basically... It's a crew, man. It's just everyone. Everyone who loves skateboarding, like... And uh, all I need is skateboarding, so that's the idea behind the brand, but... It can be for whoever, man. All, some people need music. Some people wrestle. My, you know, like, there's crazy stuff out there that gets you through the day that's your passion, and that's basically all I need. All, whatever it is for you, you know? Whatever you um, need. Well, we got a skate team right now, and everyone's killing it. And I actually was just talking to the dudes today about doing a full-length video. 
or like maybe not a full length video, but like everyone on the team have a part. You know what I mean? Like a good decent part. You know what I mean? So Goonan said he was down. Billy said he was down. Adelman said he was down. I'm down. So and Nick should be down. Be I added her back, but that'd be so rad. Yeah, starting next year, that'd be tight to like get it going in spring and try to bang it out till winter hits and then see mm-hmm. what we have. You know. Um, yeah, so All I Need, man. If you go by any uh, skate shop, if they got All I Need, pick something up. And if they don't, tell the shop they need to get it in there. Um, and you can also get it online, too. All I Need Skate.com. We got an online store as well. Um, yeah, that's going to be it, man. I'm just. Our guest today is Derek, and uh, I'm hyped to do this, man. We did one with Derek. Yes. We did one with. Uh, with uh, Billy Dad. Billy Davenport, the seven. Which was rad. Yeah, yeah. yeah Billy's the awesome. shit. Billy and Ramsey were vibing. That was they were killing it, and then Ramsey. we were vibing. So I was like, "We gotta do one with just Derek, man." Um, I want to start off with like, we kind of talked about how you got into skating, but like, explain Filmbot, the Filmbot files, man, because I feel like that was like your big thing that like kind of put you on the map. I feel like Filmbot files. I feel like that was the video part that was like, damn, for sure, for sure. That was like that was it. I think I had like one trick and like a four on one or something like that before, before that. that. Yeah. But it was like, um, how it came about is, it's kind of like a long story of randomness, but I was just like filming with my friend Brian at the time. Red and Brian? Then, uh, no, this, oh, um, Brian? this, he was a filmer, he was older, I was, I was young, I was like 19, and Hell then, yeah. um, he was like older, he was like in his mid-20s, and he would like, just take me out filming, and we'd skate, and That's tough. I had all this footage, and then... I had a homie like that too, Bob. He would be the filmer, and he had the car, dude, and he just, like, like looked out film, for you, like, film. older dudes. Yeah, we had a crew. He was, like, a sick. great dude to be around when I was younger. He was Hell a good yeah. dude to look up to. And um, then it went on a trip, like, went up north, met, um, like, the venture team managers uh, at the time, Justin Williams. And oh, yeah, Justin's years, the homie. The yeah. And I met Daryl Angel, and, like, I gave them footage for, uh, for um, venture, and yeah. I guess... Daryl ended up watching it, and he, like, hit me up online, and we were talking, and he's like, yo, like, do, do you mind if I give your footage to, uh, or you should send a copy of your footage to this dude, Mike Stanfield, who I had, like, heard about. He'd done this video called Amateur back in the day. That was pre-Filmbot Files. Yeah. Amateur, was, I never heard of that one. It was one. sick. Yeah? Like, a bunch of sick, like, Don Nguyen at last part. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's like Ali El Toro. Like, a bunch of dudes. Like, if you watched it, it'd just take you back. Cause Is it online? I don't think it's online. It's only, I don't think it's We're on DVD, hit, dude. It's seriously VHS. Like, he's got, like, stacks of VHSs of the video still. Hell it's like yeah. an orange um, VHS tape. But, so he's like, yeah, um, could I give, it, you should send him your footage or whatever. Like, I told him, like, what about your footage. I think this is how it went. It was what was McKendo doing at that time? So at the time, McKendo was the Dark Star team manager. And he wasn't even McKendo, he was Mike Stanfield. And he, yeah. <laughs> he was the Dark Star team manager, and he was working on the video, this video, and um, Daryl was going to have a part in it. So he's like, yeah, send it to him. And then, you know, I talked to Mike a little bit. And then um, we were going to give him some tricks for, like, the video. Hell yeah, that's awesome. And um, and then I ended up going skating with Mike a few times. And uh, Mike's a rad dude. dude he's, he's one of a kind, man. Yeah, he's the best dude ever. Hell he's yeah. He's one of my best friends. He's the best. Yeah. Like, I don't have, like, enough good things to say about that dude. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, and then I skated with him a few times and then, like, started getting clips with them or whatever. And he's like, yeah, like, I'm going to talk to the other dudes about getting a part. And, Hell, yeah. And then that was actually, like, they've been working this on the This is video. how it was coming together. Like, yeah, about yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they they had been working on the video for, like, two years. And I ended up kind of, like, sneaking in, like, the last, like, uh, 
half a year, like six months or eight months, like half my part I had filmed before I had even like met those dudes. Right, man. And then I ended up going on, we did like two little trips, like a trip to uh, Utah and a trip to like uh, Reno and San Jose. Utah is sick. (laughs) Every time I go to like that area, Salt Lake and stuff, Mm -hmm. like there's some crazy stuff there to skate. That little park in the middle of that like neighborhood with the quarter pipes. What's that? Which park? Do you know Um, what it's called? It was in Utah. I don't know what it's called. It's in the middle of like a little neighborhood. Okay. It's all these trannies and humps really? and things like that. It's insane, man. There are some great parks. There's like a South Jordan Park out there. It's like my friend skates it all the time. It's too, I've been there like once. It's uh, amazing. There's like a lot of the scenes out there is like really cool. There's a lot of good people. Like everybody that I know from out there. Is were like you? Just were good you? Um, sorry to cut you. Were you um, traveling like before Filmbot? Did you travel anywhere with skating? Not really. No, like I think was that like you ventured. I went to like Tampa Pro once with a homie back in the day. He was like the team manager, dude DJ Speed. He was like a team manager of like Action City Stars, and he was going out there. And I and like I had saved some money up when I was younger, and I just went out there to chill. But it wasn't. I think I went on. I went on like because I was homies with this dude DJ Speed, and he was like the team manager. So he ended up taking me on a trip to Vancouver. Yeah. This one. was before. This was before film about files. He took me to Vancouver on a city. There st- was an action. It was like an action trip. Hell yeah! And he just like brought me as the homie. That's like, awesome. I was like homie flip. Who and was on the like, team? Dude, it was ridiculous. Just it was like dudes. I'm in the van with like, let's see. So I'm in the van with like Matt Milligan. Damn. So sick. Yeah. Like sitting next to Enrique. Fuck yeah. And um, let's see. Who else was on that trip? KT the God. The God, dude, hell yeah. He was on that trip. Javier Nunez was on that trip. KT kills it. Uh, Javier kills Sean it too. Sean Peterson was the photographer. Damn, hell yeah. And uh, Joey Suriel was like, pretty much like him and Speed were like team managing, I remember. And then uh, the two younger dudes were Devin Callaway, Callaway. hell and, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Holmes, those are the Ams. So Damn. that's like. Jeremy was, Holmes is Texas, right? Dude, that dude shreds. Such good dude. The style. Best switch crooks. Yeah, for real. Just Steve's man, good switch push. Just yeah, Jeremy Holmes. He put out some videos style. a while ago, but they were like all him skating around Texas, like mm-hmm. downtown, like spots and shit. Yeah. Like good shit it was awesome. Jeremy, all right. man, dude. We kind of got off track there, but <laughs> the film by file. So like you met McKendo and it started popping off. You guys just yeah, played, yeah, like, yeah. Homie. We clicked and then we were like skating a bunch and like going out the crew and for so for like six months, maybe a little bit longer. We were like filming strong, went on a couple trips. And then that came about. I had snuck in there, like, at the last second. And, Hell yeah. um, that video came out. And it was, just, like, independent video at the time. And I felt like that was, like, videos are really dying at the time. You yeah. know? Like, the ones that are coming out now are making it through the times. And it's awesome that people are putting out DVDs and still doing it. But I think that was, like, the beginning of, like, shit switching to the internet. So I felt like Film Bot was kind of, like, one of the last independent yeah. videos of, you know, like, 4-in-1 was going under, like, all this stuff. Was well, it made it out to the East Coast, man. I know that, because I was a fan, like, watching that stuff yeah. and being like, film ball, yeah, it was so Dude. good. You catch the DVDs, too, when you travel around and stuff like that, so. Um, but that video was sick, so, um, how, were you hyped on your part? What do you think? Like, was that your first major thing? Your that first was, part? yeah, that was, I mean, I had, like, a part in, like, a shot video. I made, like, 50 VHS copies back in the day. Yeah. Just homies, but, um, now that was my first part of just, So that like, would be your, this would be your, um, reasonable doubt? Yeah, my or Illmatic. Illmatic? My Illmatic. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's so, awesome. no, for sure, that was, yeah, 
I don't know, I was super stoked on my part at the time. Like, I worked really hard, you know, I was, like, really hungry and very motivated at the time, you know, like, 19 years old, like, going to community college thing, like, kind of, like, stopping going to community college, like, skating a lot, you know, like, going on a trip or two, so, like, kind of dropped out of that and, like, really, like, okay, I want to, like, go for this because... I'm sacrificing my education for this, you know? Yeah, yeah, And so I was just, like, just really motivated, and, yeah, that filmed that part, and that was like, hey, world, what's up? Yeah. Via DVD pre-internet. Where's where's the craziest place, this is just a question for me, where's the craziest place you've been to visit, like, skating? Where's the craziest place skating has taken you? Mm, Like... It could be somewhere crazy local. Like, yeah. Crazy in a good way. Like, yeah, Where's yeah. the place that you went to that just blew your yeah. mind? Um, I would say, like, everywhere it takes you is crazy because it's always an adventure. Even if it's, like, down the street from your house, something crazy could happen that you come home and you're like, oh, my God, yeah. you're in the, the neighborhood. But then, like, same thing with going far away. But, like, I think probably Russia is, like, Damn, a that's place a whole other never, world, I feel never like. thought I'd ever go to Russia, you know what I mean? Hell and, yeah. It just takes you to places you never even... You're like, wait, where is that on the map, really? Like, yeah. we're going there? So let's do this. Like, you don't really have expectations, so you get there, and you're like, whoa. It's crazy, like, like that's a big thing about traveling, is I tell... I try to say, like, travel, travel, travel. Um, the more you travel, the more you get to see different ways of living, you know what I mean? Like, really. Like, even if you travel down South America, it's a different way of living mm-hmm. in certain areas, you know what I mean? Some yep. are more laid-back, chill way of thinking and everything. You go over to another country, like you said, like, it's another world. Like, going to China, like, the way they think is different than the way we think. It's Every crazy. thought, it's crazy, you know what I mean? It's a different culture completely. Exactly. And so, cult- like, traveling experience. makes you get you outside that, like, mm-hmm. American pride thing where you, like, start to go, okay, you know, like... Dude, it's the best thing. Break it's the thing. best thing for your mind. It's yeah. the best thing for everything. It's just... Traveling is so key, man, because, like, you have to have a different perspective, man. You grow up in your own little neighborhood. Like, I know people are still trapped in, like, the same Mm -hmm. neighborhood they grew up with the same people, and it just kind of breeds, like, ignorance to a certain degree because that's all you know. You can't relate unless you move around and go across, like, America or wherever. If you get out of the country, it, like, opens your eyes up to, like, ways of thinking and being and living that like yeah, completely you th- different you think like you're you, whatever you're in your area and you think you know what's going on you think you like kind of have it kind of figured out like yeah, yeah you get it set, depends on what you channels are playing lanes. in your yeah. area yeah. Watching, and then, and then you go to another country and then you land and you don't speak the language and you cannot communicate with anybody and yeah. you're like looking around like oh my god and then looking at the rest of the culture that, yeah. that's so new and so different you know and you're like wow like this is how I'm a speck in this universe like, yeah it trips you out I like I don't know shit yep. you know like you think you know some shit and then you get dropped in there and you're like whoa that was like, like when I was a little humbling experience very humbling. traveling you know and yeah. like experiencing that stuff that was like when I was a little kid man uh, I got a chance to go to Japan with Fibro and I was, like, growing up in New Bedford in, like, the projects, you know? Yeah. Like, a ghetto little kid, didn't know shit, really. I traveled around the States a little bit. But that was the first time I stepped out. And I felt like I was in, like, a whole... I felt like I was on an alien planet. Mm-hmm. Like, because everything was so different there than where I lived. Like, even the way the buildings were made, the language is completely different. It just is, like, you're like, holy shit. Like, how do I survive in that environment, like, without... Thank God I was on a skateboard Yeah, trip. you're... Oh, my gosh, man. But thank that God feeling of, like, that feeling of going somewhere... That you don't know anyone, and you don't even know how to speak the language, and you don't know what any sign means. And that's different. It's like if you go to Europe or you go to Latin America, you can 
you can or even South America you can pronounce a word yeah, you know what I mean like you can read similar. it out yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like phonetic and um, but then you go to Russia or even because Russia has like I think 38 like letters or symbols in their alphabet yeah and um, and then you go to Asia and the, you can't even it's read symbols, symbols whatsoever point, yeah. it doesn't you don't even know where to begin yeah. I wouldn't even know how to start with that do you? Start with a smile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> that's your best bet. Just start with a smile. How's it going? I mean, and you speak English? Did you skate um, Russia when you were there? Yeah. It was a skate trip? Yeah, it was an Ezekiel trip in, I think, 2007. We did seven weeks in Europe. Wow. Was there, like, a lot of uh, marble in Russia? I feel like there was, like... Every time a I lot see... of plazas. A yeah. lot of... Because... Um, I, mean, I don't know the history fully, but I was with Louis, and he just knew. Dude, Louis, so wow, what that history dude knows. Dude. Yeah, one of my favorites, Louis Barletta, kills it. Kills it in life in general. Yeah, yeah, can't can't say enough praises. Amazing dude. And, Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so they have a lot of plazas, and it's like a lot of pride, you know, like Russian pride. That's like, what I was gonna like, ask about. Um, it was like security and shit. Like so- like, Soviet. I just stuff. think of the Rocky movie. It's Ramsey was here right now. He would act out the scene. Dude. <laughs> okay. Like, what I remember the most of Russia is, like, we took a train from Helsinki to St. Petersburg, and there's two trains. There's, like... How the, far is that? It was, like, an eight-hour oh, train shit, or something. Yeah. I think it was, like, an overnight train. And um, there's, like, a Finnish train, and then there's the Russian train, and the Finnish train's, like, a newer, more modern train, and the Russian train's, like, an old, pretty antique train, and we, got on, we ended up getting on the Russian train. Yeah, it was, sick. like, pretty sick. Yeah. And so we're in there, it's like, all right, you don't really know what's going on, like, you have your, like, bunks and stuff, and you're, like, hanging out with your homies, and some other Russian people are kind of staying in your room sometimes, so, whatever, and then we get off the, uh, we get off the train at the train station in Russia, and it was, like, I got off the train, I felt like I had, like some Instagram 1977 filter just thrown over my eyes. Yeah, I could see like, that. Like, whoa, like, what is this? And and we get out and felt like it was, like, the 70s. Like, Damn. and we were all getting out with, like, OGO bags and, like, yeah, skateboards you guys and, like, <laughs> a flannel, like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, like, everybody there is, like, pretty Nordic, you know? Like, yeah. Like, blonde hair, blue eyes, and we're all, you know, like... You guys are fucking Marty uh, McFly. Yeah, we all, it was crazy, and you just get off, and it's just silence, and everybody's staring at us, and I'm like, oh my god, whoa, this is like... Yeah, like what do we shit. just get into, and then the whole time, like, we went outside, and everybody's just staring at us, these skinhead dudes are just like, just fully, like, checking us out, and like, like... wonder what they could take? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, dude, like, alright, so he's these dudes pick us up in like a van and we're in like the back of the van with no seats and like there's no emissions and there's just, just like smog Russia. going everywhere <laughs> yeah. it's just where they take us to like this chop shop lot that's like a dirt lot and there's like 20 stray dogs run by and then they like take us into our um, are you telling the truth right I now? swear to god oh, this, is, this is like I thought you were doing like, like a stereotype dude, thing. no it's so crazy like they take us into like a, a chop shop yard and it's just a dirt lot and then you go in and like 20 stray dogs run by and then there's crazy. like there's like the classic pit bull that's chained up like a hundred yards away and it just like 
is like barking and it runs at you every single time and then it chain its chain like stops it yeah like, yeah every yeah. time it chokes like, itself the, out because like, it hates you so the much five <laughs> days we were there it did it every time we're like, <laughs> we're like one of these times that chain's gonna to break <laughs> the chain's gonna break and murder all of us so they like take us into this uh, into this lot and then there's like we go up to this big steel door and then they like put the little like electric like magnetic um, key that opens it and we go up some stairs and there's another steel door. This is where you're staying? Yeah, in All St. Right. Petersburg. And they, like, open that one and we get in and it's, like, this little apartment and, like, so what's up with, like, a hotel? They're like, it's not safe for you to stay at the hotel. Really? He's like, you stay here. <laughs> and then, like, Eric, oh, yeah, it was just nuts, dude. I'll take like, on the dog. I'd rather take on the dude, dog than the hotel. <laughs> dude, yeah, like, I heard, like, well, we were in Europe for, like, six weeks before that, so... We were, like, talking to people, like, where else are you going? da 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 And they're, like, we're going to go into Russia. And, like, you're going to Russia? They're, like, that's crazy. I've never been there. And they would tell us stories of what they've heard. Yeah. Of just skaters, like, just skinheads, like, trying to get on skaters. Or just, yeah. like, a bunch of just crazy shit. You know what I did, mean? Uh, did the water fountains have vodka in them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got him. No, yeah, the water was seriously, it was, like, as cheap as, or the, uh, water is like the same price as vodka out there yeah you crazy. get like a fifth of vodka for like a dollar fifty wow really yeah. damn it's crazy yeah it's that's the best world. thing like I, that seems like another world i've never been there i want to go to south america too man you gotta go <sighs> we miss you man motherfucker I, that was they these guys went on a trip to south america and just like that's when i had vertigo or as ramsey would say vagina go <laughs> um because i had to sack up and stop being a pussy <laughs> miss you ramsey yeah yeah we miss your beard man um, but, uh, yeah, how was South America a trip? Dude, it was, once again, just a great trip. The food was bomb? <sighs> yeah, it was crazy. I didn't know what to expect when we went to Uruguay and, um, or Uruguay. And, uh, it was, like, way more, um, European-influenced, like, sick. the country. And, like, they had, like, a lot of, like, pasta and stuff. And it was oh, sick. So like, there was, like, this mall next to the this place we were staying that we'd go to to like go to the food court to eat and they had uh this one place that they would just like in the mall food court they would just like hand make your pasta so you could yeah, get like ravioli good. like i like pumpkin ravioli and they like handmade it like the ravioli like right there that's sick and so they'd hook it up and then um yeah the food in peru is just amazing so and didn't good. didn't someone didn't someone your like camera shit got everyone's shit got stolen on yeah. that trip what yeah. they break into the van what's the story with that i don't even really know <laughs> See, I, I'm kind of glad. I wanted to go, but that sucks if everything got jacked. Dude, Laptops? It, no. It was like, we surprisingly got out of it, like, all right. I mean, a little bit of shit, but it wasn't, like, that bad. Like, yeah. Stash had all of his camera equipment. But we went to this plaza, and the day before, we went to the same plaza. And if I don't know if you guys have ever seen our uh, World Industries Ride Channel um, tripping from South America. but Yeah, it's is, sick. Check it out. We Check went to go out. skate this plaza, and... There's, like, this big rail and this big hubba, and we're, like, skating it or whatever, and, um, Mendenhall's just, like, skating this big 12-stair Dude, hubba. he was charging, yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, like, grinds it easy, 5-0s it easy, and then he goes to tail slide it, and he does, like, a normal bail, and his board pops up and hits him in the head and almost cuts, like, the top half of his ear off. Like, so, it, he had to get stitches and everything? Yeah, it was, his ear was, the top of his ear was hanging on by, like, a quarter of an inch of, like, Disgusting. flesh. Like he's straight disgusting. Mike Tyson. Yeah, like shit. straight up. And 
disgusting. Man. Yeah, it was just blood is everywhere. It was this big scene at this plaza. The cop just came down with like a first aid kit and just hooked him up. Glued his ears. No, up. we went back. We went to the hospital, but the cop <laughs> came down and was like took care of him. And I was like, my mind was blown away. That would never happen down here. Like no, he was they, like we're truly like the cop would come down in America and he'd be like, oh, I'll call a paramedic, and then the cop would stand there. With you while the paramedic yeah. came, and then the paramedic would hook Dude, you up. I think like a the couple, cop hooked him up like a paramedic. A couple tries because it was like a federal building, but it's cool. The plaza that everybody skates all the time, and um, I think a couple tries before he like he, he was when he was killing it. The cop went inside and grabbed a first aid kit. Oh, like he knew. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, and then that happened like the most freak accident ever. He didn't even fall. His yeah. board pops up and hits him in the head. Yeah, and he just comes down and hooks it up. Blood everywhere. We go to the hospital. Whatever great night yeah, <laughs> like yeah stories stories to tell <laughs> mendenhall's a warrior so we end up at the same <laughs> plaza the next day and mendenhall's just grinding the hubba with stitches in his ear He's like going yeah for it again. just still killing it Beast. and then we skate the plaza for a couple hours and um we go back to our van and the tires slashed and we're like okay fuck us right what? yeah what the fuck and so spend like 20 minutes fixing the tire and um, don't even realize, and we get into the van, and then we're like, holy shit, like our backpacks and bags and stuff are Was gone. the windows broken? Or no, they popped not... the lock. Oh. They just popped the lock to their van. Oh, and so um, they just got in, and then genius thieves, they slashed the tires, so even you if we did even... realize, we're not going to go after them. Yeah. And um, they ended up getting, like, they got, like, my bag, but I didn't really have anything in it. I think I had my wallet, but I just canceled all my shit and like I had. Yeah, but my, you're in another country. Yeah. What about your ID and shit? I had my I do, I took my passport out of my backpack that morning. Wow, you're lucky, dude. <laughs> yeah. How much of a bitch would that? We would have been at the embassy for like a whole day. It would have sucked. And um, and then yeah, they got like Mendenhall and Andrew's bag that sucked. Like they what got was their, in theirs? Did they have any um, value? Andrew had like I think Andrew had his wallet and he had like his travel notebook which he like writes in which sucks. You yeah, because it's all his memory. But he was like, he was just like, played it awesome. He's just like, you know what? I should have wrote in it more anyway. Uh, I was like, I was like that's, that's like the best thing you could ever say. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, Mendenhall lost his, his phone and his wallet, which sucks because he doesn't have a computer, so his phone had like everything all on of it. His shit on yeah, it. Yeah, all your life is yeah, on the phone. So that was a bummer. And then Stash, they took like one camera bag, but we had all of the camera equipment, so the camera bag only had like a camera light and like uh, all the cords to like for the hard drive and oh, for the, okay. but it didn't but it wasn't the actual hard drives or any stuff. Yeah, so it wasn't right. any main it, you know what I mean so you could like, still use all this shit and you could just go and get wires yeah exactly so that that was it like overall like yeah it sucked that night we were like this sucks and then we you know like you get through it dude yeah it's yeah. like the, the distributors felt so bad they had nothing to do with it there was some cre- like there's like four cops in that parking lot at all times so there's definitely something sketchy because we were not far we were like a hundred feet away. Like I don't even know how we didn't even see that <laughs> shit go down, dude. <laughs> it's uh, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, I was on a trip one time, and the dudes were trying to make us. We pulled up to the skate spot, and we were parking. And the dudes came up and were like, "Oh yeah, you have to pay us to park there. We'll watch your van." And we're like, "What? Like yeah, you give us some money." And then we're all like, "Nah, we don't want to give them money. What the fuck? They're trying to hustle us, you know." Mm-hmm. So uh. But they ended up freaking out on us, so we just gave them some money. 
or something. I can't remember how it worked Where out. No, we it? moved the van. We moved the van, and then they came back over. It was in Europe somewhere, but uh, it was sketchy. It was such a hustle, dude. I don't even remember how we got out of it, but it was crazy. Um, it's so different too because when you're in another country, the hustles are so different. Yeah, you don't know them. You don't know them. So it's like, it's like fuck? it's such a different culture. Also, because in a, in a lot of other countries, depending on what countries you're in, if you're in like Europe or something like that, you can't just get a gun. Like yeah. in Italy or a lot of these countries, you can't get guns. Like not at all. Yeah. Like I, one of my homies out there, he's like, no, you can't do that. And so like the the crime is like it's a lot different. It's like it's a different type of hustle, or it's like pickpocketing or like robbing fools yeah. or like shit with a knife or like you know it's like it, it's so much different it's yeah, not like you'll drive by some like fucking yeah, hold up yeah. 7-Eleven they, don't, they might not have gang warfare but they got like thievery yeah it's crazy it's so, so if you don't know it's like really easy to fall for get that jacked, shit get yeah, hustled yeah. by a gypsy or a you know whatever um fuck I wish I wish uh I, I miss Ramsey because uh, <laughs> we got it's questions. Too, we got questions about Ramsey, but I want to uh, let's take an intermission and do a little some questions. Because I posted a picture of Derek on uh, Instagram and seriously got the most questions like so fast. It was insane. Let's let me pop it open right now. Um, let's see. All right, what is the trick you committed the most of your life? So let's kind of break that down. What's one trick that like you never thought you could do that you did? Every trick, like, <laughs> or, or it's I, I like know I can do this, but I just really like I'm like kind of lying to myself, and then I just really have to try to make it reality to prove <laughs> yeah. to myself that I can do it. You know, like that even makes any sense? But it does. It makes perfect sense. Oh, I mean, there's so many tricks, man. That's like six. Not it's not even like even tricks like that. Like six times going back. It's like I guess you could even just. Go well, even on like a kickflip, dude. Like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, dude. Because kickflips, like, I don't know. Back in the day when I was learning how to skate, we didn't have like YouTube fucking thousand frames per second slow mo kickflip trick tips. So yeah, it's you like you're not. out there with your homie. There's nobody else that skates. There's no skate park. So like, you're just out there for, for six months trying to learn how to kickflip and like, hell yeah, it's all awesome. like six months, dude. Like kids nowadays who don't even skate can kickflip. They're like, yeah. They just, I have, I, there's kids on scooters, because every scooter at, like, the parks, I usually yeah. talk to them and try to tell them, like, hey, you should get on a skateboard, because you're going to run out of tricks. And they all can do kickflips. That's so crazy. And they don't they even skateboard, they ride scooters, and they yeah. can all kickflip. Fucking crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, I think, like, for me, like, one of them was, like, switchback tail. Mm-hmm. Watching videos and shit, and be like, how the fuck, like, something switchback side just seems so hard, you know? Yeah. Once I learned that one, I was like, oh, hell yeah, that was one I didn't think. And then dude, it, like, goes from there. I think there's a lot of tricks, too, that, like... What about the boneless stuff? Dude. Yeah, was it the backside boneless? Yes. Oh, world? yeah, just, yeah, 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 just learned yeah. that one. Yeah, we just went to the Transworld Park the other day, and uh, we filmed a bunch of things. I think they're going to make a... Did, did uh, Cameron uh, say what he was going to make? Was I it Afternoon know. Park? He, probably, like, Afternoon in the Park. Yeah, either way, the footage should be out soon. But they, that Transworld website, yeah. Just yeah, learning true. tricks. That's what's awesome about skating. I've been yeah. skating for more than half my life. I'm still learning tricks. Like, it's awesome. Or That's I like a good the one, one, too. I back it. I, I like the one where there's, like, tricks you've just wanted to learn. Or you kind of, like, you, like, kind of started trying to learn it, like, forever ago. Like, six years ago or seven years ago. Yeah. And then, like... You remember. And, like, oh, finally... Yeah. Like, you never really learn it, but you kind of come close. And then, like, but you try it every once in a while. And then years later, you finally do it. You're like, yeah. It connects. Man, you're like, yeah. yeah. And you're like, awesome, dude. Fuck yeah, man. That's why I tell kids all the time. So I'm, I'm like, you need to... 
because I teach skate camps once in a while at Skater's Edge. Have you done that? You do yeah, yeah. Camp? I used to own a, or run a skate school with my homie out here. Oh, that's right. That's Trent. awesome. Um, yeah, so the kids that come to my skate class or camps or whatever the fuck you want to call them, we basically just skate together and have a blast. And if they need help with a trick, I'll try to help them the best I can. Because you're gonna, they're going to have to learn it on their own either way because that's what it takes to learn a skateboard trick. But, um... Yeah, I'll tell them. I'm like, dude, learn how to move around. Learn how to tic-tac. Learn how to turn frontside and backside. Like, don't worry about an ollie. Don't worry, don't worry about, about a kickflip. Kick yeah. Just, dude, learn how to ride the fucking skateboard first. Once you get that, you'll have your balance way better. Your ollie's going to be easier. That's just style, Everything. you know. Yeah. So, like, I, te- I try to bring it down to the most basic level. Like, it's almost sidewalk surfing mm-hmm. bullshit. Because it's so fun, dude. And I feel like ki- kids watching videos now... They see, like, what the norm is in videos, and Mm -hmm. it's a pretty insane norm right now, right? So, like, that's what they want to learn, and that's how it progresses. That's cool. But I want it to progress with some style, so I'm like, don't forget what you got to learn. You got to learn how to turn properly. Like, watching someone do three tricks in a line, but, like, barely move and just Mm -hmm. stay in a straight line and, like, be stiff, I'm just like... No, dude, you're missing it. You gotta yeah, go yeah. back. You gotta just so, everything about skateboarding is fun, whether it's, it's turning, curves, rolling, yeah. like tricks. Like you can't. It all adds the style. The swerving curb, man. Oh, Ramsey Looks just good. text me, Steve. Uh, make sure to ask my question, son. Now I wonder what the question is. What's your question, Ramsey? All right, hold on, hold on. He left. Must have <laughs> left the comment. He did. Probably doesn't expect me to read his text, though. <laughs> you getting put on blast? Dude. I put him on blast. Oh shit! Hold on. How about Last that chili? Meal. Damn, alright, here we go, I got it. Ramsey chili. Alright, here's, here's a good question. See, we said we miss Ramsey, and he's coming through right now. We don't even have to miss him. These are some good questions. You ready? Yeah. These are fucking serious ones, though. You serious, ready? Let's do this. <laughs> ass or titties? I'm an ass man. <laughs> ass man? I'm an ass man. Describe an ass for Ramsey right now. An ass for for Ramsey? Like an ass that I like? Or Describe a good ass. Ramsey. Describe just, a good ass. Just... Slim waist, like booty. Yeah, it's nice booty. Just something you can grab onto. You know, you're not grabbing on a butt bone. Like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Just a good booty with like not that booty do. I just fit. somebody told me what a booty do is the other day. What is that? <laughs> That's what her her, be- her her belly sticks out more than her booty do. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> booty do. The booty do. Awesome. All right, next next one is from Ramsey. What's the last movie that made you cry, pussy? <laughs> that's that's what he that's what he wrote. You make me laugh so hard we laugh the microphone. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dude, Ramsey just told me we have I to wish hit. I had him. the answer for that. I get choked up pretty easily in movies. Just like when somebody like overcomes something in a movie, I'm just like, good for you. I'm the same way, dude. <laughs> Forrest Gump, one of my oh, top man, threes. Of course, cried like, twice staring dude, it. Of course, there's like five times in Forrest Gump. Oh my god, <laughs> Jenny and his mom died. Like that got gosh. me. I was at my neighbor's house when I was young, and I was watching. And I was trying not to cry. Actually, you could probably. Yeah, I don't know how long ago it was. It was a while ago. <laughs> All right. All right. Next, one. last one from Ramsey. Um, what would your last meal be? And he's asking because he likes food a lot, as you know. That's pretty good, dude. I don't know, man. I just want a giant sample plate. I'm going to have to go with, like, the Ortiz special on that one. A little bit of everything? Just a little bit of everything. Just, like, a giant buffet with just, like, two scoops of everything. Hell yeah. I back that. I back that fully. Just 
pick it. We have so many questions on Instagram. We're gonna have to like. I'm gonna have to ramble off a few real quick just so we can. Uh, and you don't have to. You you don't have to go full detail unless you wanna. What skater influenced you the most as a kid to become a pro skater and to pursue your life in skating? That's a good question. It is a solid. Jack Sips. Ooh, Jack man. underscore Sips just killed the question you game right there. You just crushed it, Jack. It's not the typical who'd you look up to skating when you're younger. It's like, yeah, dude, who really influenced me that I saw them and was like... Yeah, Damn. that you were like, I want to do that. I, like... There wasn't really anybody locally that I skated with that was even, like, trying to skate. Like, all my friends, by the time I was, like, meeting other people outside my city, all the kids I grew up skating with kind of just, like, fucked off. Yeah. Whatever. When Hopefully you guys are all doing great. Yeah. And, um, and I just kind of just kept with it, and I just, like, hung out with random people, but we were all kind of... Everybody was just kind of shredding. It wasn't. I didn't really know too many people like that were actually doing it. Doing it. Pursu- you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, I don't know. Just I guess like meeting people at the time. Like a, like one of the local dudes who was actually doing something. I didn't really know him until I was like getting older. Was Ryan Denman? He was like, oh hell yeah, one of the. He did City Stars yeah, too. Right? He was on City Stars. Yeah. He turned pro from Monkey Sticks. Yeah, he was, That's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember Ryan. Yeah, he, he had a nice career. Now he's a. He was working for Plan B for a while. I'm not sure if he's still there. Hell yeah. He's the man, dude. But he was, like, one of the only people that came out of, like, my area. So I didn't really know, but I knew of him. Hell yeah. That's, like, for me and, like, and for a lot of East Coasters, like, in the New England area, it was, like, Donnie Barley. Yeah. Charlie Wilkins. Um, There were ones before that, but I'm speaking for, like, my generation. Yeah. Like, the dudes that I saw doing it that I was, like damn, these dudes are doing it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's possible, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have known it was possible without them. Yeah, I could yeah. watch videos and fantasize, but to come from the East Coast mm-hmm. and do it, I wouldn't have known, for sure. Um, it's weird, like, growing up in the mix here and being young and, like, kind of, like, if I went to Huntington Park, which was, like, the only skate park at the time, like, seeing dudes. It's so oversaturated. Like yeah, There's so many like, pros. Even seeing, like, pros when I was younger, but even then, it didn't, it was just like wow that's cool like I remember like when I saw my first pros I never thought yeah like damn I wanted to do that do, like you know like yeah. oh I want to do that I'm just like whoa this dude's crazy yeah, yeah. I'm sure it happened like later it was and, probably after you learned how to do it yeah, and <laughs> then you were like fell in love with it like, oh wait I can yeah. that's a good question dude I'm gonna have to get back to you Jack no nah, it was legit answer <laughs> um I think just like once you realize that, like, you hit that wall and you're like, this is so fun, man. Skateboarding is the best, like, feeling. It's like that's when you decide you want to do it as, like, something. You know what I mean? As a career. Try to make it. In. That's how it was for me. Like, I just remember being, like, having so much fun with skating and learning new shit and just being in awe that you could, like, put it all together and, like, film it mm-hmm. and all that shit. And then once I realized that, I didn't want to let it go because it's so fun, you know? Yeah. You start to, like, hit that age where, like... You just kind of make a choice. Like, yeah. I'm going for it. Blah, 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 and same thing, you know? And uh, you really got to make a mental choice to just be like, I'm going to focus really fucking hard and film and skate and make okay, a part so and, like, be the best that I can be at this moment. You know what I mean? So this kind of, like, goes along with that, but, like, a little bit more outside of just the actual skating shit. Like, yeah. Like, um, filming and stuff. Did you, like... Now that I'm, like, grilling you on your podcast... It's the Gary Fukuhara <laughs> show? So, so, uh, <laughs> Did you, like, was there ever a point, because I think a lot of skaters go through this, 
is there a point in skating where or in life where you were like kind of like battling like am I gonna do the skating thing forever do I need to like quote grow up do I need to like I have it every day of my life dude like you still like feel yeah every day of my life man I feel that way because it's this normal social pressure. Like, yeah. it's just like, there's, they've told us the same story for yeah. so long that if you go a different route, yeah. it's, it doesn't make sense to anyone. And it's scary because you're on your own. You're on your own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how many people can relate to someone that just said, I'm doing whatever I want when I want and try to make it ride it out? You know what I mean? Yeah. To, like, like, I'm going to make a career. I'm going to make a passion. I'm going to make a everything. I'm, yeah. I'm going to fall in love with this thing and try to live with it in my life as long as I can. Yeah. And uh, that's what people don't understand. I talk about this all the time. It's like sacrifice, man. Like, if I have to work a nine to five to fund my skateboarding, mm-hmm. I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Because, like, you have a fire inside you that want to take it as far as you can go and yeah. you can't let it go. So it's like, fuck, man. Like, that's people are talking about the industry sucking right now and I understand it and it sucks. I was kind of built for it because my I grew up in a broken ass family, mm-hmm. so I was trying to survive yeah, ever. Yeah. I always feel like an underdog. Yeah. I'm, you know, so like the fire never dies. But like ne- a lot of people had it good and didn't understand, mm-hmm. and then you get hit, and the industry gets hit, and then it's like, how's it going to survive? Well, it's going to survive by the people that did what they had to do to keep it going they on. You know what I mean? They love it and they yeah, it and like those dudes that shit. own skate shops, mm-hmm. like JV from Solstice. You know what I mean? Like he loves skateboarding exactly. so much. He's opened a shop and kept it going and thriving in our area for 15, 16 years. Like, those dudes make that carry-on tradition, you know what I mean? And the pro skateboarders that invest their time and effort into it, you know what I mean? Like, some pro skateboarders gotta work jobs to do it, but they still keep putting out content and awesome skateboarding from the minds of skateboarders, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, fuck. Like, that's that's what life is. You gotta learn what what survival is you gotta learn about success you gotta learn about failure you gotta learn about all this shit and it gives you qualities that make you admirable like so if you if you've sacrificed and you dedicate your heart and shit you have a lot of passion people Mm -hmm. can feel your passion you know what i mean like it's the same with all that stuff so like that's the best man you learn that through skating i did anyways exactly and through people yeah and i think like beyond anything of just like skating or right now like a lot of kids that are skating are just really focusing on being like being sponsored or trying to get sponsored or whatever. dude i went through a phase where like i i was like doing that yeah you know what i mean like i was so desperate at times because i i needed skateboarding in my yeah. life like as not only as therapy yeah but also i was trying to like live off of it at yeah. the same time without working so like i went through a time where it just felt like work yeah. I was just doing tricks to do thing, tricks, and I was filming from filming, yeah. and I just realized, motive, yeah, yeah you realize at some point, you're like, uh, if I'm not having fun, what the fuck's the point, you know what I mean, like, like, in it, but then you realize it brings you back to square zero, because you're like, alright, I need to fall, I need to get back yeah. to this, you know what I mean? What's so. crazy is it's a motivator, and it pushes you to get better, and it pushes you, and you push yourself, and like, I know how you skate, and I know how I skate, and it's like, just the motivation of just like, pushing yourself to just do some shit that you don't know if you can do or whatever you know we were talking about it the other day in and out and i i like had tears in my eyes because of it i was just talking about like 
Just like your dreams and ideas of skating and tricks and video parts. And like, even when interviews were big in magazines, I like kind of pictured like being in a magazine mm-hmm. is like a rad feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially coming from the East Coast where it's very, such an amazing goal to get on a California mm-hmm. magazine, you yeah. know what I mean? So like, all these dreams I have about skating, like I want to get them all out. We all have, and yeah. we all have yeah. aspirations and like want to do like certain levels and stuff, you know? So it's like, with age... And with, like, time and with the industry shrinking and all this stuff, like, you got to get it out now. You know what I mean? Like, and that's going to just propel everything, you know? And that's, like, something for me. I love that. I'm like, dude, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this in mm-hmm. skateboarding. You love, like, I remember getting in my first 4 and one It was a trip. Like, damn, you guys had 4 and one We knew, we had that in the winter on VHS. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was I it. Yeah. Made me want to skate mini ramps. Mm-hmm. Watching, like, Texas death matches and shit. Yep. Like, um... I don't know where I was going. I'm so in love with skating. We both are yeah. obviously that yeah. we could go in circles about it, but but I feel like that's that's I feel like you gotta feel it like that to be a pro skateboarder. If you don't feel it like that, you might be a sports star. There's a difference between a sports star and a pro skateboarder. I feel that. like skateboarding is a lifestyle thing. Like I, if people are good at contests and are jockey about it, like cool, do your thing. You know, everyone's invited you to be a skateboarder. Be a yeah, <laughs> everyone's invited, dude. That's yeah. what we wanted. Everyone yeah. wanted it. Growing up, you're like, I wish skateboarding was everywhere, and now yeah. skateboarding is everywhere. Everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least on the East Coast, we'd be like, damn, imagine if you just parked it's outside. Imagine you, now it's everywhere, you know what I mean? Right. So it's kind of what we wanted. So it's like, everyone's invited, you know what I mean? But you gotta feel it like I was describing before. Yeah, you gotta know it. how that break a sweat. You gotta know, you gotta have all the qualities just, that skateboarding gave you through hard it. work and effort, you know and what I mean? T- and even if you're not gonna get sponsored if you love skating, there's room for you in skating. There's room for a future, and this is the thing, like, yeah, I'm saying, like, people who are like, oh, I gotta get a real job, or whatever, whatever, yeah, you, you know, work your job so you can skate, but if you truly love skating at some point in your life, if you truly love it, and you're, like, down for people and stuff, and yeah. you make good friends, and you just do your thing, then there's a place for you in skating, whether it's working in the industry, whether it's That's starting, how the industry starting came to a be. shop, working at a shop, like, yeah. helping a community or whatever, and, like, that's the best part of skating. The people that motivate me is when I, like, go to a shop, like, I go to, like, Vu Skate Shop and, yeah, in Gary. Baltimore, and, I, and Gary and yeah. Vaughn, and, like, those dudes, you know, like, that dude Vaughn just, like, teaches skate, I mean, he's one of, like hundreds thousands of homies that are just like out there loving skateboarding like teaching skating like carrying the torch on the shop just like doing this for the love of it you know and like those are the dudes that are shit that are the shit you know what i mean those dudes are skateboarders and those dudes are like because you know they had fucking skateboarding you've known they've torn their hands up trying tricks before you know they've like been injured they've done it and they've done it for the love yeah kept it going yeah they're not trying to get sponsored. They're just like, look, I love this thing, you know? Like, yeah. I'm going to, whatever, work at the shop. Like, there's no industry. With the homies there's no industry it. without fucking skate shops. I'll tell you yeah, that man. right now. And it's good. Like, you got to have, you got to have homies. Ramsey's yeah. a lifer. He, he's not going to get sponsored, but he doesn't care. Like, how down is, how down is Ramsey? He just loves being involved. Like, he loves to skate and he loves hanging out. Perfect example. Like, dude. a homie. He's a good homie. He loves skating. And he's an honest, just, like, good-hearted dude. And he's gotten the opportunity to, like, go to Tampa yeah. three times, come out to Cali twice to come kick it and cook for us. Yeah. Because he's a good homie. He loves skateboarding, man. He's got a it's big like, heart, and he loves skating, and you know dude, it. You don't got to worry about getting sponsored. You don't like it. But if you want to get try to get sponsored, that's your dream. Do it. Like, yeah. that's... Absolutely, you know? man. Let's get into another question, because, damn, that one was, like... What just happened? That was, like, a half an hour. <laughs> that was one question. All right, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Fuck, man. 
I'm so happy I'm out here right now, though. I'm hyped to skate with you, and I'm hyped to skate with Timmy and yeah, Franklin, and like man. we did the Transworld Park, which was so sick. We did the barracks, and we just like hundreds, hundreds. hundreds. The hundred ramp was so sick, yeah, man. Damn, that place was insane too. Mm-hmm. I would love all I need to reach those heights one day. That's insane. I bet a lot of people would love their brand to hit that's that. Good. That's like rad inspiration. It's cool, like seeing you go in there and like looking around, like dude. Yeah. Like. Uh, maybe one day. Like, yeah. Here, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely dr- um, worth. All right, let's get another one. Insta spam one oh one zero one five. When was the last time you saw someone catch a butterfly? I have no idea why you asked that. Or firefly. I'm sorry. What is it? Butterfly. Yeah, homies. Oh, you know it. Okay. No, that's from Dan. That's the homies from Danville Park. Oh, it is. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Billy, we really doing it. Um, dude, the funny was it thing there? is, we didn't, I don't know, did we even catch any? I just remember when we were hanging out at Danville that night, and everybody left, and we were still there, and they made, like, the bonfire. Yeah, and those dudes and were we, so cool. Yeah, dude, we, we were all out in the field. Yeah. Just, like, four of us just trying to catch fireflies. Oh, I see. And we were with the homies, and they're just, like, we and Billy, our minds are just blown, because we don't get that shit out here, and when you, like, you're in an open field in the middle of the... Pennsylvania, and you just see like hundreds of them. And you're like, it was insane. That whole mountain view, that whole mountain view was insane. It was it was so rad. Crazy. So they're just like, yeah, we forgot about these things. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and they were like, we used to catch these in mason jars, and we're just like, man, we wish we had these cool childhood experiences. Yeah. Like, you know what? We forgot about those. Yeah, those were cool. And then we're like all out in the field trying to catch them. They're sick. So fun. I'm back in. Thanks, homies. You guys were the best. They were the best. They came and kicked it. You guys drove two hours to come kick it. We and stayed like we stayed and had a fire with them and hung out and shit. That was so tough. Drive back. All right, here's another one. This is from Day Old Ball Sweat. That's his Instagram handle. Uh, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, man, I listen to all sorts of stuff, dude. I don't really. Uh, I listen to like I listen to some like bad like trap music. Um, I'll listen to uh Ezra in his room and I'm in front of like <laughs> I'm four or five different guitars. <laughs> I'm looking at my guitar as I say that. Um I listen to I like a lot of uh hip hop like like that's how me and Anthony connect on like the Nas and the Biggie and the Jay Z and the, the older like Illmatic Reasonable Doubt, like Wu-Tang, The best hip hop. Like, I like a lot of The Legends of Hip Hop. Yeah, I like a yeah. lot of, like I, I like a lot of like East Coast hip hop from what, like the nineties. And then I listen to just like uh, some like instrumental music. What made you want to start I like playing the guitar? Like full yeah. Music and stuff. What made you want to start messing with the guitar? I don't know, man. I was just like another thing. I was just getting broke off a lot skating, and like busted when I first busted my knee. I was just like, dude, this. I know I'm not. I'm gonna try to chill for like three months, and I and I just wanted to see if it's gonna get better. And I don't want to be, like, depressed, so I want to just put my mind to something, and it's like some so many other skaters do. Yeah, and it I seems. Just, like, freaking, like, it's fucking awesome, though. Yeah. I haven't even ever tried to, like, really learn a song or anything. I don't yeah, know anything so about fun. the car. All I ever really wanted to do is just be able to, like, put chords together and Hell just yeah. be able to just, like, mess around a little bit. Strum and, a melody yeah, and keep it man, going. it's just fun, man. It's just something you kind of get, like, I kind of get, like, sucked into, and it's just rad. Hell yeah, man. Just, like, weird things about it that even, like, help my skateboarding. Just Your next part, what would you skate to? What kind of music? Have you even thought of it? Yeah, I don't know. My one homie has a band. 
fifth. I don't know. I really like this one song. It's actually a band. What's his band? Um, All right. Wait. It's, uh, it's called Sholo. I think it's like named after the dog, but it's spelled X O L O. And Hell it's yeah. like my friend and his girlfriend, my friend Justin, his girlfriend Rebecca. And they have this one song that, I don't know, I just think it'd go like really sick to like a full individual part. Hell yeah. Because then, I don't know, when I think, hear songs, I'm like, oh, this would be good for like a montage. Oh, this would be good for like this type of skater. I'll get oh, pissed. I get pissed when I hear like a good song used for a skate park edit. Yeah, that's it. Oh my God. It's like yeah. such a waste. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Skate park edits are sick. <laughs> it's a trap music. But like save a good it song for fun. a street part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rick Ross and Vince yeah. Ransom. Exactly. <laughs> The whole time. The whole time. Remember Cameron just edits that to Rick Ross we're listening to? Yeah. Like, All right, might as well. Might as well go with it. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Fuck, we have so many questions. It's awesome. I'm like not even through half of them. All right, I'm saying. What's your favorite skate park slash spot? That is a... I don't know how to... I can't even read this. Awesome Llama. Spots, dude. So many good spots. Um... Oh man, it's so hard to say. I like Cherry Park. It's like the local park. I like Santa Ana Centennial Park. That's like Cherry's sick, and know. Santa Ana's fun yeah, too. Yeah, I like a lot of parks that just have like a bunch of ledges, like kind of plaza parks. You fuck with Chino? I know it's far, but you bet. I though. used to a lot, man. I used they to have skate some cool ledges. And the yeah, manuals, ledges. and ledges and stuff. I used to skate that a lot back in the day, and uh, I don't know. We just go to so many amazing skate parks. Yeah, we? and we go to a lot of really shitty skate parks on these trips. But even those shitty skate parks out there are so much fun. Dude, because it's how like, about that one in Fall River? Remember that one? Sean's shop? Oh, yeah. Connor, yeah, yeah that was like, like the, the prefab bullshit skate park, but dude, we had fun. It's so much fun, because especially if you're like, dude, I'm only going to skate this once. I got to like... I gotta take advantage of this thing that's here, this like ledge or this ramp or this ramp. And it's hard to skate for everyone because yeah. everyone yeah. it's just built really shitty. So it's like and the locals probably kill it harder than us. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, God damn, yeah. get it in. It's sick. Like they've been on that. I grew up on one of those parks, man. Shitty ass parks. Yeah. Fairhaven, what up? What up? The Bethlehem Park. Oh my God, Andy Poe, right? Yeah, home base. Home base Shout skate out. shop, man. Dude. They got an amazing skate them, block. It's a skate block. Because it's the whole block. It's, so it's downhill. Amazing. All right, more questions, more questions. All right. The Killer Shrimp 1 is wondering... He's kind of being funny, but I'll give it to him. Is World Industries the best brand because Ramsey's cooking? Duh. Dude, Ramsey brought a lot of flavor to World. I'll he say that. Flavor. He brought that chili at your house. Yeah, you got Ramsey make the his grandmother's chili. Oh, so man. good, man. That cauliflower. Oh, yeah. Hot sauce on it. Woo. Wings. All right, next one. All right, Jazz Saiyan ninety seven. Sorry, I'm butchering your names, but uh, if it wasn't for skateboarding, what would you be? What would you be doing now? That's a good question. What do you honestly think you would like? How do you? Would you be working at the Gap? Like, describe like, w- describe another Derek without skateboarding. Dude, if I could describe like. Describe what, your what I think would your be, other version that went down a different path. <laughs> I, but like what I picture my other path. Just make it up. <laughs> I picture it being so bad, even though oh, like, really? it could have been. It could have been all right. You never I don't know. know. Like let's say best case scenario. We'll do best and worst. Okay, <laughs> just yes. for fun. So best case scenario because I didn't know what I wanted to do without skating. Like yeah, I, I was also like kind of lost too. You know when I decided to like 
like when I grew up, I was in like honors classes and did all this stuff. I was in like the basketball team, and I love basketball. I, still I heard you. You basketball. have a hell of a stroke. Yeah. yeah. And, like, so I I didn't I just gave that up because like, skating just made me more happy. Even though I did it my whole life, and I really fucking love basketball, but I just did, did skating. But. So best case scenario, so you'd be playing scenario, basketball. I don't. I knew I wasn't good enough to play basketball, or I wasn't tall enough. I could like play a little point guard, and I wasn't going to be able to be in Division One school. So I probably like, if I went to college and played ball, it'd be like Division Four. Dude, Muggsy Bogues. Scenario, if Muggsy Bogues walks in right now, he'd punch you right in the lip. He would knock you out of your chair. <laughs> you're a little bitch. Right <laughs> I'm just trying to be realistic. But let's just Jason Kidd would come in here and rough you up because he's like, what's the same height, Charles motherfucker? <laughs> Who's the dude I seen today on a uh, fuck? What team was it? Who the Celtics play? I said they played. Um, they were in Canada because Timberwolves. Pre- Timberwolves. Their point guard. Who is he? He's the littlest dude, man. Um, I'm trying to think. There's like that Lucas dude. He's like five ten. LeBron jumped over him like, in a game <laughs> on an alley oop. Um, Damn, Nate I, Robinson. He's not on the. No, Nate's a little five, ass man. motherfucker. Nick says he? No, he's not on the Celtics anymore. I know that. Okay, um, (laughs) fuck it. Basketball. (laughs) We're going with, he'd be the next LeBron. So, yeah. Best case scenario, he'd be the best LeBron in that same house and all that. Yeah, killing it. No, I think it'd be cool, like, best case scenario, maybe I was, like, a kinesiologist or something. What is that? Maybe I was, like, or, like, a a physio, you know, like, doing, like, physical therapy or something like that. Because I broke my arm when I was, like, 14 had like two Damn, plates that's put a in scar? It. Yeah, like two plates put in it. That's like a John Rambo scar. Dude, it's pretty. Yeah. I ain't lying. That's like they. It looked like someone took a knife and dragged it down yeah. six to eight inches. It's like two plates and a bunch of screws and stuff. So, I and I remember like getting, like going to the doctor and um, the surgeon and stuff, and he kept like throwing me through the x ray. And I thought like x ray technician would have been cool too. It seemed like a super it chill job. Like, we do really do. Like, you're like, yo, come in, all right, take a couple slides, and then you just give it to the doctor, and you're chilling. You remember Jerry Fowler? Mm-hmm. That's what he does? He's a, no, he's a EM, he EMT, even, yeah. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, it was crazy. That's it's cool. cool, dude. It's really rad. Killed it. That seems like a gnarly job, though. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. EMT. Seeing some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Same, so, so, same thing, being like, I think, like, physical therapy would have been cool, you know, just, like, not, just, like, helping people get better, not actually having to see somebody come in with, like, a yeah, arm yeah, twisted yeah, backwards, yeah. like, Dude, I don't even watch that shit because when I broke mine, my arm was like an S. You yeah, know? No, so I was boy. like, yeah. So I was like, dude, I, I don't know. I don't like to watch that on like Scar TV. And I don't like, like that shit either. Things. All right, worst case scenario. Worst Derek. case scenario, maybe I went to college and was like, oh, college, let's party. Yeah. And then like, who knows what could happen. Like pers- you end up the president of the United okay. States like George Bush. Worst case scenario for <laughs> what, for the way I think right now is like me having kids and like a family and working hard <laughs> trying to trying to like make 10 grand a month to support this shit that I do I even really want or I think that I need or I think that I want but I don't you know yeah I mean? that's an early track. like that's yeah. worst case scenario for how I look at life now you know like yeah if I was in that who knows if I would be like I don't even know what to say yeah would you be happy if you say you were making a uh, hundred grand a year, being a banker right now, and you had a full family? Would you be happy? You had three kids, two girls, three girls. I just have to be. I'd I'm hang sure. myself. I'd fucking hang so myself. Stressful. I'd be in that closet dead. 
three girls, and then your wife too. That's four girls. Oh my god! You're Holy just like, shit! Imagine that once a month. Oh my like, What did I do in life? Like, <laughs> I must have Welcome to how I grew up. I, I have three sisters and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Oh All right. Anyways. All right. So worst case scenario, you'd be the normal guy. <laughs> Like, like probably on terrifying. My, probably right. like with the prescription for some legal drug or something like that. Just zombified, like, like yeah. just checking just in, rushing like, <laughs> bank account stuff, like other stuff. Like, I can't even comprehend. Because even, like, even if you had, see, that's why it's not worth that. Because even if you had the money, you had a hundred grand. It's like. You have a full-time job to support all those motherfuckers. You're never going to have time to, like, go That's it. and venture around Europe or That's whatever. What you know what I mean? Like, It's like you can have all the money in the world, but you don't have any time to spend it. Or you can have no money, and you can have all the time in the world. With, yeah. You know what I mean? And It's kind I of guess, a balance. Like Especially try- nowadays, it's so extreme. But, yeah, yes. It's like you try to find that middle ground where, like, you can work enough to do what you want to do. And I feel like a lot of people in other countries, like, that's how they look at life. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, they just work. They're like, look, I enjoy life. And I'm, like, chilling, taking it easy. Like, I work this That's, that, that's what... Just, like, make a li- enough to travel a little bit. Yeah. Because for some reason, it's, like, in, like, Europe and stuff, people, it's way easier for them to save money to travel. Probably because they're not buying, like... Stupid it's shit. Crazy. They're not as consuming shit, yeah. as much. Fucking crazy. America's crazy. All right, back to the questions. We got a lot, and I got to get them out of the way. I don't have to get them out of the way. I want you guys to have your questions answered. And they've actually been fucking amazing. But we have a lot, and I don't want to, like, have the podcast run too long. All right, let's see. Enjoy a long podcast when I'm sitting in traffic. Yeah, it's true. The traffic here could fucking kill someone. All right, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Um, what's your go-to trick? And then they hashtag, they hashtagged uh, Ramsey's infected cock. I don't know why. Just Kenny Rob killing it though. <laughs> so what's your go-to trick? Top three go-to tricks involve no flipping of the board. That's fine. That's awesome. Well, all right, here's here. Let me. That's his question. I'll add to his question. Okay. Top three go-to flat ground tricks. Black say you're tricks. say you're stiff, you're okay. tired because you've been okay. skating a lot. Straight, straight out the car. Yeah. Uh, no comply, front side and backside, and front shove it. Yeah. I'll, and I'll run those till I die. And then a nose wally. Yeah, those you do like, those awesome. I'm jealous. I, <laughs> I can learn that's more. That's it. If I'm going like, to do any tricks when I'm like 50, yeah. I'm happy doing no complies and... Probably won't do front shoves because I'll probably like land primo ones. Like, <laughs> but you know, nose wallies and no complies. <sighs> retiring into that. Genius. <laughs> I my flat ground would be front shove. Oh, front one eighties. Yeah. Front and back one eighties. Whoo, so fun to do and get the blood going. Front yeah. shove for sure and no comply. No complies genius as well. A on bank. a bank. Yeah, on it's a like bank. It's like you're doing it in place on a bank and you just roll Dude, honestly, down. best warm-up for me, mini ramp. Four-foot yeah. mini ramp. That's why I skate at Skater's Edge. I'll go there. First half an hour, I'll spend, spend on the mini ramp just the pumping and grinding and getting my blood going and the floaties yeah. from the Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. But you know what I mean? And then I'll go venture out flat ground and then I skate the box and then the hip yeah. and then work way to rail and all that shit. Like, just get it going, dude. Yeah, get the blood moving first. All right, we got more. We got more. We got more. Um, on a scale from 1 to 10, how much do you love manuals? <laughs> this dude's paid attention to your skating. Who's this? This is uh, Shaw Wave or S-H-W-A-V-Y. I don't know how to say that. Yo, 
homie. I love manuals, man. It's like the, damn, I can't do anything on this. I'll just try a more basic trick to manual. <laughs> but you do some shit, dude. You, I'm like watching film bot files for me was like, cause I don't know, I'm not that tag. The shit I've seen you do, even when you're joking around, I'm kind of like, that just takes so much control. Like, I don't have that control all the time, you know what I mean? Especially on a ledge or a manual yeah, pad, I, like, to, like, be, like, manuals for me, like, I love manuals, but I'm not that great. Like, I don't, I get ADD real, yeah. bad, real quick. But you gotta so, really just, like, kind of be focused and you have to keep, like, a, you have to keep that mindset, like, I can do this trick. Like, you see the end to, like, outcome? give it up on, like, a manual. But for manuals, I feel like... You throw it out there, and in the first two or three tries, you come so close to something, and You're then like, you sit time there to get it for like three hours. Yeah. But um, no, I when I grew up, I didn't have a flat bar or skate park or any of that shit. So I built like a box, you know, and I would just skate a box, and that's all I'd skate, and then like little make a little manual pad or something like that's that. That's what and, it is. Then and I never had a flat bar, so I've always. Dude, I watch my video parts. Like, how many like rails do I sit on, or flat bars do I skate? Like, I just it's I never really got comfortable doing a lot of like I could do like a couple basic tricks, but I don't feel comfortable like trying harder tricks on flat bars. Yeah. So although you know, did just, just have a strength, you like, did have the switch feeble, uh, which is a hard got, one. That was so good though. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know. I just like really like that was like my foundation of skating is like ledges and manuals, and like I can't like I'd rather sit there and like mentally battle a trick and emotionally kick my own ass for like two hours then deal with like rolling up to a 17 stay rail and putting like my nuts on the my, line like, yeah going to the hospital on the line like that shit like fucks with my head so much gnarlier than like than the the mental abuse that i take trying these tricks yeah which i take a lot of fucking mental abuse trying like a lot of manual tricks because dude manuals take dedication the ones i've done i was so happy yeah dude. you're not gonna get physically too physically hurt but you're still gonna walk away if, if you lose that battle you still walk away like you sacked it on the yeah. <laughs> so legit <laughs> all right so he loves manuals I love them. it's a love-hate relationship yeah, and they win because i'm still not gonna jump on a kink rail that's fine, dude. I love, like... And I love that how everybody everything. skates. Everybody skates different, man. You know? Like, what could be, like, a, a throw out there for trick for me on a ledge? It's like, we could just show up to a rail or a gap, and you could just, like, switch frontside flip it. And I'm like, I'm not even going to ollie that thing, dude. You know? So it's like... It's a trade-off. It's sick, dude. Yeah. And that's what's rad about skating. Everybody has their strengths, and you can watch and just, like... And the best part is it's, like, there's always tricks to learn. Because mm -hmm. you can't do it all. Like, and even if you could, you probably don't do it with style. So it's like, you need to like learn. That's the thing. You got to learn each trick fully so you can have a good style with it. Don't mm -hmm. just do it to do it and move yeah. on to the next. Like, learn it thoroughly so you get snap and pop and, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, style. Earn the trick. Own it. You know what I mean? Like, it's very fucking important, dude. I don't even care, dude. I love style. Like, even if it's sketchy, like, oh, yeah. I just don't like, like, too controlled like robotic i just yeah. that's the one i can't i'd rather see someone go like Swarm. be hanging the fuck on mm -hmm. and pull it off mm -hmm. than just watch someone that like too like no like just you know what i mean yeah. don't you don't gotta refilm it if you roll away and your foot like comes off and goes back on the board because if it's steezy looking yeah, keep it easy <laughs> dude like somebody might not remember your perfect nolly heel flip down that set yeah. But if you do it and you kind of, like, swerve out and maybe, like, almost hit a wall, but, like, swerve out of the way. Or yeah. just, like, your foot, like, 
ad lib. Almost fall and then you get back on. Like that's what I like that you do too. You always get like whenever you do a trick, you always kind of try to turn it into a line. I love that. Yeah, you gotta keep it. Like I know I keep like we were filming the other day and you did like nose grind on the bench. I was like, let me get a nose grind, nose grind, Mm -hmm. and you did the nose grind, and then you land it perfect. So then you're like, all right, I'll whip in this like back no comply. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I missed the back no comply, (laughs) but I was like, why didn't I just? But yeah, I like I love that because it's like lines are amazing too. It's like already at the beginning, you know, Mm -hmm. always turning in. Dude, you know what's cool? Like I didn't even notice this back in the day, but a few years back, my friend pointed it out. But like rally. After all of his tricks, dude, Trey flip, Nolly flip, he, he pushes after. Everyone. Oh, he does so push. So if you watch yeah. any of his parts, even if it's a long lens trick, he does something super gnarly. and He just keeps going. It's just yeah. like flowing. You know, if you're like feeling it, you're flowing it. Just like keep flowing. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, yeah it it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um. All right, we're gonna get another question. No, no. Do you think Olo Clip will make a special lens for Ramsey's droid? <laughs> Fuck you, Ramsey. That's such a good I don't even one. think he has a droid anymore. I think he got a new phone. He texted me the other day to tell me. That's how it's like oh, big news. Is it official? And I don't think he got an iPhone. I'll tell you that right now. Let's see. He wrote, Sweet Mother of Cunts. He got a Galaxy S4. Mm. What's that? Some other shit? That's that big one that... Rogan always talks about. Well, yeah, look at it. It's covering his face. Oh, it covers the beard. That's how big it is. Yeah. Dude, no. Galaxy S4. This is Ramsey trying to be like, I'm stepping my shit up, son. We'd be such better friends if he had an iPhone. Yeah, seriously. We'd be connected on so many different (laughs) levels. It's awesome. So many different media sources and platforms (laughs) we could be friends on. Yeah, Ramsey, you don't care enough about us. That's why you don't have an Apple. All right, here we go. All right, this one, this one's a tough one. You right? I was, you know, how I was saying that before, and I was yeah. kidding. This is like an actual tough one. You want it? Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Are you still on Adidas? Part one. Your two scoops part was amazing, which is true. And then he wrote, "Why are you so underrated?" Uh, I'll address all three. Uh, I'm not getting stuff from Adidas anymore. What do you have on? What I'm wearing uh, some cons that I got at LB Skate the other day. Hell yeah, um, that shop's sick, dude. Yeah. The homie, so, Tim, what up? Yeah, Tim. LB Skate. Mikey. That's where I get my etceteras. Yeah. I can't find them anywhere else. We went into some big like skate shops, like big name ones. Yeah. Could, none of them had them. Ron Krager, et cetera. Yeah, went to LB Skate. Got them. Holding it down. Yeah, that's the shit. All your skateboard needs. All right, so... So, fuck, no that's it. No yeah, Adidas. No All right. What's the next part? Um, Your two scoops part was amazing. Thank you. Timmy killed it. Timmy did that's kill it. Fuck yeah. So, what, describe your two scoops part. Two scoops part was just like, hey, we're going to turn you into Timmy Pro. Let's put out a part. And I was like, damn it. I did you used, have footage already? I was like, damn it. I just used all my best footage for my welcome part to world. Oh, that was So, sick. I only had like... I only had a few months of footage, like probably like six months of footage, plus some of the stuff that I didn't use for my welcome part. Yeah. And then um, I went out and got a few other tricks. Like last minute, I got a trick and then ended up going on like a trip with Mikendo to France to get a couple clips. Hell yeah. I think it was all amazing. I know you're Thank like. You. You're on the worst. You're a critic, pessimist, you know? like, pessimistic about the worst it. Critic, you know? All your footage, I always love your footage, man. Thanks. Dude. And your two scoop shit was amazing. So, like you said, he nailed it. Um, and why are you so underrated? That's a real question. Uh, do you feel underrated? 
really. I feel like I feel like like pretty stoked to just have like any respect at all. Like I don't know, all I ever wanted in skating was like overall. Like at the end of it, I'm just like when I was really younger, I, I didn't want to go, didn't care about going pro. Yeah. Like ideally, I just wanted to like have respect from some skaters, you know. Hell yeah. Like if that meant like getting in a, you know, like a four hundred and one or like whatever, like trying to get into a logic video or something when I was younger, just to be like, yeah, like acknowledge, yeah, dude. It's yeah, such yeah, a good yeah, feeling, yeah, yeah, like, because like, like, dude, you grow up looking at people in skate videos, looking mm-hmm. at other people that have do, done what you've. Like, you see, like, that's amazing. Like, they've done so much. And then it's, like, to have them recognize yeah. that you have the same passion and love for it. Like, that's, I've always been searching for that, too, man. Yeah. That's why whenever I meet someone and I've seen them in a video, I'm like, dude, I watch your shit. You yeah. fucking kill it. Because right. I did. Yeah. I'm not lying. I watch, I pay attention. I watch yeah. all the hella clips and all that shit. And, like, your inspiration to, like they love it like you love it. Why yeah. else would they put themselves out there yeah. on the line? You know what I mean? Because those are quite tough questions right there. Yeah. That, you know, like, why, do you have to deal with those certain questions? Like, some people say negative shit. It's like, is yeah. it worth it? You'll put it out because you love it. So yeah. it's worth it. You take on some shit, you know exactly. what I mean? I just want to respect and, like... There's a solid-ass question. I never to be, like, a, like a, like, a, like, a big, huge pro, like... Yeah, whatever. like... It's just, like, dude, if I could just, like, do something and, like, have a part in... In skateboarding, like... You know what... Fucking rad. You know what I loved was, like, Tupac had a quote. And he said, he was like, I never wanted to, like, be separate from my fans. So, like, and it would, he'd always be in the crowd at the yeah. shows and shit. He's like, maybe that's why I died. Like, I mean, he didn't say died, but maybe that's why, like, you know, I've been shot yeah. and stuff is because I refuse to be on another level than yeah. the people I'm with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I feel the same way, dude. Like, I don't know if I'd want to be in that situation where you're so separate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would suck to be like that. Like, that uber level of fame. I'm not even talking skateboard anymore. I'm talking, like, yeah, I, Michael Jackson-type fame. Like, that's Jesus. That's, like, a headache, man. Yeah, it's that's insane. As it is to be a normal person, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who wants to feel alienated, you, you know Yeah, I mean? yeah, when you can't do anything. So, I don't know. People I looked up to were dudes that had, like, a mellow career. So, wait. Know, and, like, chill. Kind of back to the question, like... You said you don't feel underrated. What, like, how do you valid? Like, what? How'd you get that validation that you like feel like? Who was the dude that like you looked up to that like was like you shred, dude? Like, I have dudes like that that validated well, me kind of yeah, to a certain I'm extent. Like, I'm not saying I'm like overrated. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's like the. I don't know. I'm like, who who validated me being like, oh, you you can shred or whatever. I mean, just I guess anybody who's just like. Like, when you started getting to travel, did that give you validation? Like, oh, yeah, I'm doing yeah, this. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I was in, when you get some videos and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's shit like that. It's stuff yeah. like, just even little things. Like, when you go back to skating, the small things where you're, like, going to film with this, with this dude and, you know, maybe he's, like, skating. He's done he's some like, stuff. Like, uh, yeah, because he's, like, the homie's filmer and the homie shreds super hard. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I, like... Yeah, he like, wants to even film this trick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like perfect example. Like I was trying a trick way back in the day. At, um, there was this gap, and I was skating it, and then fucking Heath Brinkley showed up. Hell yeah! With Paul and um, Jerry, Jeremy Blastoff. Oh, Blastoff! And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, this is back in the day. Like Casanova. This was like a little bit like yeah, right, or a little bit before that. Like they were both wearing like we were all wearing like size thirty six pants. Yeah, you guys like, looked ridiculous. Kids, you know it was awesome. I mean? Yeah. So like I remember. Like, it's just this gap, and I was trying to, like, pop shove it, and Heath, I think I pop shoved it pretty shitty, and then Heath got there, and I wanted to, like, do it again, because I was like, damn, he 
he he'd see her and then when I started yeah. trying it he like pulled out his camera and like he shot it yeah and he filmed it or filmed it I did on neighborhood board what that's <laughs> sick <laughs> I remember dude like oh yeah and like it was like little things like that you know when you're like skating and just like like I remember the first time I got like a, a dude like just giving me like a little props for a trick. Yeah, like, I was skating. I did too. Dude. I did too. Good little things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm just skating the box at this older dude's house when I was younger, and I couldn't do shit, dude. I could do, like 50, 50, 180s and 50, 50s and shit, you know? Yeah. And I heard that this dude, Phil Alderson, used to skate with like <laughs> lived in the neighbor same neighborhood as Craig's parents. So like Ronnie would skate this dude's box, and Damn, like, Denny would skate this dude's box and shit. So we'd hear these stories being like. A kid, you know, first started skating. Yeah, you're like, whoa, damn. So you get to skate this box. Oh my god, I'm skating some box. Ronnie Craigard probably <laughs> did a crazy trick on it, you know? Like, and then I remember I did like a fakey 50 50, like frontside half cab out, and the dude like clapped for me and was like, yeah. And I yeah. was like, I was like, whoa, like, like, just I remember just like an older dude kind of just like, oh, do I have like a little bit of cred now? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. That's why whenever I'm out, I'm always trying to, I don't give a shit if you do a 5 on the ledge. I don't care if you're like kick turning on the bank and like you're really trying to do it. And yeah. If you do it and I can t- you tell the person's trying, it's like, dude, give that person props. Like, Fuck yeah. We're all here vibing out, you know? That's huge, man. I feel like people are too, too, head, too many headphones in the ear. Too many, like... I understand you want to focus, but you're going to learn way faster when you're having fun. That's the all I'm vibes, saying. Yeah, that yeah. shit's fun, too, you know? Like, if, you got the good vibe going on in your headphones and stuff when your homies are around. Like, vibing with your homies, like, getting each other's back, like, vibing out, talking shit. Yeah, as long as, you're like, t- as long as you're, like, saying, getting their attention and being like, I seen that. Damn, mm-hmm. you know? Don't just go automatic. Like, talk to each other. Communicate on some level because we're all there to have fun and it just makes it that much easier. Yeah. Dude, half the time, like, I swear, like... If you want to try and push yourself, it helps so much if someone else is there trying something, pushing themselves. Whether it's on a ledge or rail or whatever, it just helps because you know you're both in it together. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to get this and fires it up. It's like so motivating. Sometimes just like you're being a little bitch and you see your friend just go for it and you're like, oh, and then you jump on it and you're like, that's not that bad. Just be a little bitch, you know? Or just like anything. Like, I remember specific sessions, man, where like. Me, we were skating so good. All the homies were just like vibing so hard and just getting each other's back and like landing stuff back to back to back. Where all of us are like, dude, I've been trying that trick for three years, and we're yeah. just like all landing them back to back and like leaving that night from like the skate park. And we're all just like, dude, like we're like high, we're yeah. like so high on like energy and life and good vibes and stuff to where it was like the reason we skated that good is because you all, all fed off on each other, like one like wavelength for real I mean? for real yeah it's crazy we like, just did that at the suit, barracks you know? dude crazy yeah that's legit that's we just sick. did that at the barracks like jim thebo and a bunch of those dudes came in and we were all in there and just like thebo took a picture of all our boards at the barracks on the ground and like posted it, it was like greatest session in a long time like we just everybody was firing off tricks like putting an effort on every level you know what i mean that's so sick it's so good those are the best moments for that's sure it. Just shredding with the your session with there. the homies yeah um all right, we got more questions. We got more questions. All right. How old were you when you started skating? I started skating at, like, 13. Me too. Yeah. I think it was 13. It was, like, later back then. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm, I run fast, so I caught right up. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good, good age. Um, John whatever. Fuck, I'm sorry, John. John Mijos? Is that right? How would you say that? 
so yeah, bad with Mijos, yeah. Mijos, that was pretty legit, huh? Does Ramsey make the best food for the world crew? It's kind of like we already answered that, yeah, but... of course he does. Dude, Ramsey got a lot of fans. They miss you, man. Um, Alright, I think that's done with that, dude. Done with the fucking questions, anyways. Unless there's more that I don't see. Yeah, I wanted to... I actually wrote some stuff down myself, actually. So I didn't forget to ask you. Lighter. Lighter, lighter, Derek. That was one of the things I wrote down. Alright, we talked about music, skateboarding. Here, oh, I got two that I didn't write down. Dudes covered the rest. First is weed. We're talking about weed on the podcast. We're going Joe Rogan. Alright, let's do it. We're going weird. What, how do you feel about it as you're smoking it? <laughs> as I did already. Um, I don't know. That's how I feel, though. It feels stupid. It's like, dude, you're going to give people tobacco and alcohol... Yeah. And then tell them you can't just smoke a joint to, like, relax. You know what I mean? Like, it's so hypocritical yeah. and bullshit. It's pretty crazy. It's been... You've heard everything we're going to say, probably, but... But, do you agree? Take I, it. I agree. Yeah? Yeah. I agree. Do you I'm think right. it should be, like... Because out in Cali, right, you got medicinal, but you don't have recreational? No. Colorado and Washington Colorado have Washington. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you think it should be recreational? I mean, the way it is, and if they, like let it go as far as like the tax dollars show you know yeah like what and like, as long as it's legal i don't know the like exact you know like numbers but i think like in 2009 or something it was like a billion dollars in taxes off medical marijuana clinics holy fuck you know what i mean a billion dollars. And, and that was like there's way more now than it was then you know yeah for sure and it's like a good way to fix it and i don't know there's just like a lot of a misunderstanding within the public as far as like Do you agree? Do you agree with Joe Rogan that like and all those dudes because they talk about hallucin? Uh, I can't even say the fucking words. Um, Hallucin like psychedelics. Yeah, psychedelics and um, like um, it's just all propaganda to scare you away because of tax because of money, right? Because the best weed isn't grown here. Best yeah. weed is grown in other countries, right? Yeah, it's like... Tobacco's grown all across well, America. They, they just talk about, like, William Randolph Hearst and him, like, publicity... Like, the politics behind, like, lumber and hemp and... Oh, yeah, all and, the hemp know, stuff. And, like, textiles crazy. and hemp, it's, like, one of the best, plant, like, like resources we could have. Yeah. And could just crush everything and take away so much money from so many industries. They said it would get rid of our debt if they legalized it, like, crush it. across the board. Yeah, right? Yeah. it's like you Do you think it's going to happen? You can't even have, the, like, a plant that's non-psychoactive. You can't even have the... Yeah, the, it's like, the hemp. That's, that's, like, not... It doesn't even get you... Um, so, do you, how, let's let's talk... Because since Joe Rogan talked about all that shit, let's talk about what do you think is going to actually happen. You think they're going to legalize across the board in America? Dude, I'm not, like, You think we'll ever get to that point? I'm not educated enough to know, but... Uh, I don't know if it'll be like across the board, across like within America. It's because like, Alabama, man. Because not. like, yeah, I don't know if like Middle America or the South would ever like make that leap. That's like a big leap, but I mean, everybody in everywhere, you know, smokes weed. So it's like, yeah, it's true. I don't know. It's it's just to me, you know, people aren't gonna be aggro if you smoke weed. You're not gonna go out and like if you get hammered. Like you don't think if you smoke weed. You overthink. And yeah. You're too tired to do anything. <laughs> yeah. You're too like have th- you you think it through and you're like I don't know at least for myself it works differently for everybody. You ever think about fucking opening up a spot? Nah, I don't know. 
The first few that franchise, dude, are going to be billionaires. Oh. It's like starting McDonald's, dude. So if you had the money now to start your own, like, recreational spot, what, you could uh, keep it going and grow it like Starbucks. Dude, it, interesting. Just like, Am I crazy? Um, interesting topic of conversation <laughs> that kind of has to do with that. So um, a, friend of, a friend of mine was telling me about his old roommate started, um, like, right before they, they started opening the clinics and stuff. Yeah. He started a... a like like one of those like hydroponic light lamp stores. Yeah, to sell all those. The, yeah, that sells the lights for tomatoes or whatever. You tomatoes. Want to yeah. And um, his theory is when people came out here for the gold rush, who made all the money? The people who were panning for gold, or the people that were selling the supplies to all the people that were panning for gold? Yeah, it makes sense. So that dude, just like was like, yo, I'm gonna just start the store and sell the supplies for all these people that are going to get their license and grow and legally and do all this stuff and he just like <laughs> had people knocking at his door like three months before they even like his, his business paid it like all of every, his whole setup and everything paid itself off and everything. damn that's and amazing just, like, killing it. and I thought that was like Some interesting thought, you know? yeah. I thought that was like yo like thinking like a little bit bigger yeah, that's and legit. It was cool, you know? Like, that was a cool concept. So how do we do this with weed? Because I'm not smart enough to figure it out. It Let out me yet. know. We'll know. do this. I'm not like... You think it was just the... <laughs> I'm not into the politics and the... Uh... Should we open a lamp store, Derek? Let's do this. <laughs> Dude, social media out. Yeah, for real. Entrepreneurs. I don't know if I'll ever get into the business. I'm not even legally. Or I am. Legally. I'm legal, man. In Massachusetts. That's where we are right now. We're in Massachusetts. <laughs> Your vertigo's still kicking hard. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, caffeinated kitchen, man. Caffeinated kitchen. It's just uh, my girls. Um, I don't know. She's like. It's her idea, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a cool I idea. Wanna, I don't even. I'm not. I don't even want to label it as far as like calling it anything. It's, it's my girl bakes vegan pastries and. It's a cool she, idea. She makes some cool shit, and she's got a blog, and they got a website, and she sells some pastries to this shop, uh, this cafe, Lord Windsor's. Oh yeah, Lord place Windsor is legit. In, uh, Long Beach, and it's cool. We just, Hell yeah! It was like a little lifestyle thing. We're not like pigeonholing ourselves into like we're a bakery or a this or that. So it's just I don't it's know. It's like, it's, it's like copy lifestyle, you know? Yeah, it's awesome. It's I'm back in like, it too. Caffeinated kitchen, like you like to get in the kitchen. I love getting in the kitchen. I love cooking, man. Hell yeah! Dinner. My chick cooks breakfast and I cook dinner. That's like. Wow, you got fifty fifty. Yeah. I gotta figure that Hold one out. And figure out how to get my girl to cook. She don't cook. Even though she, she cooks good dinner too, but <laughs> my girl will bake. She'll bake yeah. me something, but that's only once in a while, man. She's busy. Your girl's out hustling. She's working hard for sure. Um, let's see. Was there anything we? You just ramble forever. What's up with the? What's up with Filmbot Grip? That's what I was. I wrote it down. Filmbot Grip, man. We're just trying to do it, man. We're just out there. We were talking about we're, it earlier on the trip, or whatever this trip is we're on right now. Um, just how much people love it, dude. I'm not. Cool. I'm not kidding, dude. Every little kid that sees a Filmbot Grip. But I'm in the East Coast, and we got a lot of homies inside skate parks and shit in the yeah. winters and just, like, all over the place. Wherever I go, they ask me about the Filmbot Grip. I'm not lying. They want to know where to get it. Everyone talks about this shit, dude. It's legit. Dude, it's sick. It's rad. We've had it forever, man. And it's like it wasn't until recently that we actually tried to do something with it. And Makendo has just been, like, really pushing. And just even recently, the last couple of weeks, he's been pushing harder for this holiday. Like, we, this holiday season, we're going to have, like, a lot of really cool stuff. We're going to have hoodies. We're going to have, like... 
probably the coolest keychain in skateboarding. Yeah, you were just for, telling uh, me. I'm not gonna say what it is, but that's coming out for a holiday. Should be out in like a month or something. Like and that. you would say that he cool doesn't McKendo make um, for the shops that carry um, two boxes, right? Yeah, they, he'll, he'll give you a display to set up in the yeah, shop, right? They have like we have a dude who does custom woodwork, and he like makes these probably like three foot like wide and high film bot displays that it's just like beautiful like carved out of wood like painted and everything yeah like that's he's amazing. holding like a sheet of grip and so we have a we have like a little program for shops like if they want to like just get one of those for free hell yeah you know? like that's sick holler at us and that's the type of stuff going. you got to do like cool stuff like that that go, yeah. gives back to the shops and everyone works it out you know what i mean you support those that support you you know what i mean exactly, like man. Some brands don't do that, you know? They're just like, oh, you gotta buy our shit because you think it's cool cool or it's, like, trendy at the moment. It's like, no, the dudes that, like, really care are the ones that are doing the added things for the core shops and, like, working with them and trying to, like, you know what I mean, build each other's brands. Exactly. It's legit. It's like working with other people, working with shops. That's the best, man. The shop, like you said earlier, shops are the ones that are... The the shops are, like, the roots to to the industry, you know? It is, absolutely. Everybody out there who's, like, consumers and stuff, you guys are, like... People, you know, you're holding it together, and it's the shops that are connecting, like it's the foundation, and like the industry to you guys. Without that, dude, you could just do what Rollerblading does did and fucking sell in the mall, and just like that's it, mm-hmm. and then it dies out, yeah. and you never see them again. Yeah, until they realize, you know, I see Rollerbladers once in a while. Yeah, but it's only because they just are coming back to it. Yeah, like, oh, it's years, years later. I decided I'm brave enough to Rollerblade Is that again. What happened? They just kind of all sold out their like. Businesses yeah, I think or... all the industry died, dude. I don't. All the, there was no like yeah, foundation. Just... I don't think they had Rollerblade shops. I think it was born through a mall, through like something that was like you know what I mean I know yeah. people open rollerblade shops but I don't know for sure but I just don't think maybe maybe they didn't have like the lifestyle branding that skateboarding had maybe you know what I mean I think it's also different too like skateboarding you could just like rollerblading you gotta like switch out to your shoes and you gotta carry your shoes around like you can't really just people play around. hockey yeah, though you can't just like cruise around like rollerblades like it's it's kind of, it sounds kind of functionable. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, in all reality, like, skateboarding, when you can just push down the street and pop your board up and just walk around with it, it's like, if you know how to ride a skateboard, like, versus riding a bike, that if you want to take somewhere, you got to, like, lock it up. You can't, yeah. like, it's not as, like, mobile as a skateboard and rollerblading, like... Uh, it's true, it's true, yeah. You know, skateboarding's kind of, I guess, it, it it's, like, a pretty and, ideal way of transportation. Yeah. And then, like... Because rollerblades, you have to take off. If you go to a certain yeah. place, you got to take it off. Skateboard, you just pick it up and keep going. So maybe that's why, like, the lifestyle of skateboarding kind of took off more. I don't know. Possibly. We've like, talked about this a little bit with some people. But, yeah, that's kind of... Like, you know, really it's kind of interesting, it. yeah, yeah. the fact that, like, like, why did skateboarding lifestyle, aside from, like, all marketing genius people who, like, Built realized times are happening and they, like, took, you know, like, made, made shit happen. Yeah. But, like, what's the difference between that? Like, <laughs> that might be, I don't know. It's pretty cool. You can walk out of your house and throw it down. You don't have to worry about shit. Hell yeah, backpack, man. Carry it around. It's crazy you see in, you see in New York, you see, like, businessmen skating around, like, models, like, dudes that obviously don't skate, and, like, you're like, what the fuck? Like, Dude, just crazy. whipping that thing around. Dude, the penny boards, all that longboard shit sells like crazy, like... Sold, selling mad. Dude came in the shop today on a penny board. Which one? That one's cool. Later, like in and out of the shop in like three minutes, no questions asked. Like, like thanks. Here like, we go. Didn't even couldn't even help him. You know what I mean? He's yeah. just like he's just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LB skate sick man. That place is awesome. Yeah, it's fun. They they had the uh, the photo show right or the art show the other night. Yeah, 
was rad. Who whose was it? What it's was like it? some dudes. Los Coyotes was was their group name, I think. It's like a it's like some homies that like worked at DC and Quicksilver, and then like now they're like branched off and they're kind of doing their own thing. And it That's seemed right. like it was like maybe like six people, and it was cool, man. They had like uh, this one dude who did uh, like this skateboard sculpture shit with oh it. sick I like, love that you, stuff yeah where you like like put the skate like a bunch of old boards together and then you like put it on a lathe and turn it into like a candle or a candle yeah. holder recycle like a lamp it. or something you know yeah. like, that stuff just blows my mind or just intricate art that some of these dudes are doing to do be able to do woodwork and the art together is yeah. crazy for sure but that's rad do you right. have anything going out you want to you got going on yeah I do I do yeah peeps about um uh, we just had new glasses come out for all I need and uh 88 eyewear it's a collaboration two skate brands like came, came together we made some sick ass glasses we got like a turtle shell like color and we got a black colorway and uh they're for sale on select skate shops on the east coast and online uh and uh yeah we got like a new all bunch of new all i need stuff coming out we want to do that video um just fucking waiting for this trans world thing i want to see that thing from yeah, us skating yeah, the other yeah. day that was so much fun dude um when can you skate what day can you skate because don't you have something to do tomorrow go to a wedding oh tomorrow. tomorrow and then so monday I tuesday. tuesday i can skate tuesday and monday. i got pretty much the, the rest of the week hell yeah two weeks off um <laughs> so all right, yeah. I guess we're at ad, ad, an hour 30, man. We, this is a pretty good podcast. That's that's it, man. I guess we're done for today. Ramsey, we miss you, man. Ramsey. Um, fuck yeah, Derek. Derek loves skateboarding like me. It's awesome. I love it. Me and him on trips just vibe out for sure. Um, how can they reach you? If they want to ask you and hashtag Ramsey's like, beard and shit. Yeah, if you want to ask me about Ramsey <laughs> and his theatrics. <laughs> um, uh, Instagram at Derek Fukuhara. Uh, um, Facebook at Derek Fukuhara. <laughs> it's all. Di- it's all. It's all Twitter. I don't really use. It's Fukuhala and uh, Tumblr. Oh D yeah. Fuchs, D-F-O-K, D-F-O-O-K-S. D Fuchs. And um, I got a website. Blast it. Uh, just DerekFukuhara.com. So if you want, if you fucking find any of that stuff, just go on to my website and there's like links and stuff. And Derek shoots some fucking cool photos, man. I like that. You know what? Podcast isn't over. <laughs> I forgot that you... We go... You t- You shot some ads before, though, right? You shot a world ad. Yeah, I shot a couple. I shot, like, one of men and all standing on the hand. Yeah. That one right there. And then... That was from South America, Yeah, right? and then another one of Timmy in South America just, like, doing a carve on, like, this wall on his cruiser board. It's fucking rad, man, yeah. that you're into that. It takes, like, a certain eye, and you gotta learn about, like, uh, cameras. What got you hyped on it? Um, skateboarding. Yeah. Straight right. up, like, yeah. that's, like, the craziest story is my father was, like, a photographer and, like, built his career on advertising photography. He had his own business and did really well when I was younger. And people would ask me if I wanted to take over his business, and I was like, nah, I want to do my own thing, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. like, getting older, getting into skateboarding, like... Around like 14, 15, 16, going out with my friends, being like, you know, dad, you got like, because we were already like filming each other with like VHS cameras and like uh, high eight cameras. So, like, it kind of, we were like, yo, dad, you got an old camera that I could like shoot with and shit. And like, he gave me this camera, which I still shoot with now. It's a point and shoot? It's like a Nikon SLR. It's actually the one that my dad used to like take on location shoots. And as a kid, like, I didn't know. It's, it's like a pretty, 
rad camera. Like, you use it professionally, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would take that out. Like, Did you fuck it up? No, Are you never, good with it? Never. That's good yeah, for now you. I have it, and it's like that's my baby. That's like, is that the one you bring on trips? Um, I've seen you bring some on trip. Uh, did I bring? Yeah, I brought it on that last trip. Hell yeah, man! So yeah, I, I don't know. But and then skateboarding just got me into it. Now I'm like looking back on it, and I'm like pretty into it. And it's just funny how I was like, I didn't want to follow those footsteps, that path, and then the skateboarding like brought me. There anyways, yeah. It gives me something to, like, bond with my dad about or, yeah. you know, talk to him or ask him questions and stuff like that. That's rad, man. That's pretty cool. Did you ever see that as, like, a career? Like, is that... Do you ever think, like... Because, you know, Ardo kind of did that a little bit. Yeah. And, like... I mean, magazines are kind of dying, so where would the... Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's always going to be, like... There's always going to be that, like, people... Like, a demand for print, you know? Like, to a certain extent, a certain for sure. Extent, people love gonna, it. But it's definitely dying as far as, like, just... Uh, magazines and web content and stuff like that but so i don't know it's like well it's weird because it's like you still need photos but now you need them for the website yeah you know what i mean like yeah. so it's like st- photos still need to be taken instagram and you yeah. people can just shoot photos with their phone so i don't know like i like doing it for myself i like doing it for for homies and like when we go places and we come back and like have cool memories of friends because it's like when you're out having these these awesome times like you're like you're not having you're not documenting yourself all the time you know yeah. so I like to document my, my homies and be like look like when they see that photo they remember that day yeah. they remember like what happened the feelings that come back, back. you yeah. know what I mean so and then if it's like a decent photo something that you can like put on your wall or whatever it's like cool so I don't know I just like doing it as a hobby and just like stoking homies out or myself out and it's just fun and I don't know I don't know if I'm a professional photographer that's like takes a lot of money by equipment that I don't have or can't, yeah. can't afford and it's like I don't know if I want to invest in that but maybe you know. well I wonder like I'm thinking I was like brainstorming and I was thinking that like because of the kind of all the work that it used to take to do to take photos is getting taken out of it mm-hmm. it's almost becoming more automatic for anyone to be able to take a photo yeah. so like well What's gonna make people separate themselves from the average people taking with like an Olo clip and like exactly. all this stuff? So it's like at, at the point actually, Olo clip st- takes you away from the pack of yeah, the iPhone yeah. people. It makes you be like, okay, he's a exactly. step up because he's got lenses and shit yeah. for his phone. So, but I wonder like where it's gonna go. You know what I mean? That's it's a good kind question. of a trip. It's a trip to think about it, man. That is a good question. I'm not. Yeah. Who I'm knows? Just, it's like forward thinking right there. I don't know. You'd have to like. It's technology is definitely taking it in slow mos, and it, it gets so intricate into like the photography and film world when it comes to like just like lenses and sensors and like 4K and like specs that I don't even understand. Like I like to shoot DSLR shit, and I like to like put together little videos and stuff. Yeah. And I like to shoot photos like with with the equipment that I do have but I don't understand like, now the phone has a fucking slow-mo yeah, exactly. right it's crazy so you pretty don't soon I have to throw it into a program on the internet or on the, your computer you're like you're gonna get cinema tools you're gonna get iMovie you're gonna get like fo- After Effects or something like you can just do it on your phone yeah right? yeah the art is taken out of it it's a little so bit <laughs> it's so convenient so I wonder what will make it stand out you know like um it's just gonna have to be unique individuals with it's different like, points yeah. of view still, you know, to make it stand out, you know. Yeah, and you're it, gonna have to be a serial killer and, and like take photos. <laughs> it's like skating though, because it's like photography and videography is like skating. Like you can make a video and somebody's gonna hate it or shoot a photo and somebody could see nothing in it, and then the same photo somebody could. Like, it's all up to interpretation. It, you know? So it's kind of yeah. like skating, you know. It's like another thing that 
kind of like goes along with that where it's like there's room you know i guess if i want to pursue it i'm sure there's room you know if I avenues put, would if open I decide up. to like put what i like how i put like look at skating or look at skating into it like something could you know could happen and the thing is it's like you're already ahead of the game from me yeah because <laughs> i don't know how to shoot a, like i've never really tried to shoot photos you know what yeah. i mean so like if an opportunity popped up and you're like oh yeah, i shoot photos and you're like yeah fuck yeah okay yeah cool. you know like you already have the skill i guess is it's what i'm fun. saying without even though it's getting simpler and simpler i'm just saying the skills There's, i wish yeah. guitar was like that i guess it is they try to do it with guitar hero ding 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? stuck, dude. try to get you to learn a melody with a little plastic thing i was like stuck on guitar hero for like a month a few years back and i would go to sleep and i used to love that that heart song crazy on you because yeah, how skated to it and real real yeah real. i was like dude this song's so sick and then you like play it the fuck out on guitar hero and one night i went to sleep and that song played on repeat in my dreams and I woke up and it was just like, man, fuck that song and fuck Guitar Hero. Yeah, for real. <laughs> no, but that shit's fun, man. It was so fun. I got hooked on it for like a little bit too. Like, do, do, do. started was... singing. I was getting comfortable. I started kicking my leg out and shit. So <laughs> sick, yeah. Performing. So single yeah, service. Guitar's sick, man. If you sit, I bet if you sat down for like two months and just like did it every night and just like. You know. I know I could do it. I always want something like another form of expression, like another way to express myself that's more direct than just skating. Because mm-hmm. skating, you can pick up emotions, and like if you pick a song that really touches on how you feel about yeah. life, then maybe, you know, but so, how many songs really nail it for you at that moment? You know, like you gotta find that song. But imagine if you could just sing it. Like, think about how awesome an artist like a singer has. They can connect and express as deeply and fully and connect to other yep. people because they can just fucking say it yeah, in a poetic, yeah, yeah. poetic way that will make you feel no matter what facet of life it is like Eminem exactly. could make you think like a murderer exactly. like he could make you think like a serial like killer because he's so artistic in that way you could paint a song where you're like I'm a serial killer in this yeah. song you know what I mean like to be able to like portray how you feel however it is mine yeah. wouldn't be that obviously like but s- but skating you really have to kind of like follow someone's like career well now this is how i see it now is that that's what i tried to do with my skating is i try to talk about my family life and my upbringing which is like because i i know that is like something that is not every day it happens you know and and it it does happen to people too and they relate to me Mm -hmm. but like it's my lifestyle so like i think with all these avenues with instagram and facebook if you use it to portray what you care about in your lifestyle like people can really get to know you like a musician kind of to that point you know what i mean but like I don't know. I just think of the idea of, like, one song that you, like, put out as, like, you just connect on that yeah. thought, you know? Like, how many different feelings and emotions and thoughts do you have daily? Like, imagine if you could document as many as possible, like, correctly. Like, Tupac, in his, the end of his career, was, like, he said he felt like he was going to die, so he'd go in the uh, uh, in the studio and, like, record, just like, 20 out. songs a day and yeah. just keep going and keep going. Everything he thought and felt and, like, just, like, imagine being able to, like, that like do that yeah. i mean i do that with Learn skating now yeah. i do that my it's a personal thing because you go out and you skate how you feel and how hard or good you feel or but you kind of have to aggression like, or to see, finesse to see you to feel skate it and yeah feel to like, feel it yeah yeah you know so like and you can put out a video part and people will listen to it and feel it you know what i mean but it's not the verbal side of it like you can say it you know what yeah. i mean like it's like being a writer or a poet or yeah. anything like that I, I love that form of expression because it's so direct right to the mm-hmm. fucking pipeline you know yeah um, even like to music you know like to instruments hit that shit too like on a different level 
the chords will hit different. Yeah, like, like dude, when you hear a chord and it makes your heart like feel like it's gonna cry, yeah, like, <laughs> like quiver, you're like, whoa, like, that chord's for me. Like, <laughs> like that's, that's the one that like stands out, you know? Yeah. It's like what makes that stand out over it because it's different to everybody. You're, yeah, like, you, like, feel that. It's up shit. to like, interpretation for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I, it hits that one specifically for you. you know? Yeah. Yeah, expression of music and shit. I really wish I was that. I'm just not that dude, though. Not right now. Maybe I'll morph into something. I don't even listen to music. That's the thing. Like, I haven't even been listening to music, like, the last six months. I'm in the car. I'm just listening to, like, podcasts. Oh, yeah, podcasts. But then I get home and I, like, try to play guitar and stuff. But podcasts is another... Like, the ones you listen to are another form of expression and, like, ideas and, like, stimulating and, like... It's like music can be if it's good music. It's different. Unless it's it's trap music. It's crazy where there's times where I'm, like... I listen to like podcasts so much because I'm just like I want to learn I want to learn I'm like driving and shit and information like, I want to yeah, think yeah, differently I, I want to like, have different thoughts I want to be challenged I want to have stimulated conversations and mm-hmm. like yeah. and like listen to people having rad conversations and stuff and then there's some times where I'm like fuck dude like I need to listen to music like I've listened I haven't like listened to music in my car in like two weeks like I would like consciously had to put music on because I you know it's like yeah. It triggers that shit in your brain. Like before, I would go skate. I'm like, all right, I'm putting music on. Like, yeah, and then it gets me stoked. More like a different. Like I'm gonna do a podcast and get juiced to go skate. No, you're just gonna like do your home. Yeah. You're gonna do like home chores and yeah, shit, exactly. You know, right? so it's like, <laughs> vacuum. Yeah, so you, I'll like, vacuum listen and listen to some people talk. Yeah. A lot of truck drivers listen to this too, which is pretty sick, man. If yeah, I was I driving did. a truck, anytime you get in a car, man, listen Dude. to this. Like, so good, man. Podcasts are sick. You ever want to do your own podcast? Yeah, I've thought about it. I think you should do one, dude. Cool. What I'd would you call that. it? You got a name yet? I don't know. I'm D Fuchs Corner? Yeah, Fuchs Corner. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But yeah. Fukahara no. Hour? <laughs> like, <so it's laughs> Fuka Hour? Fuka Hour. <laughs> But yeah, no, I think about that all the time. It'd be cool to just have, like sit down with homies and kick it. You could you, know, you like, could do a, a stretch of the caffeinated uh, kitchen. You could just cool. get juiced up on coffee and have conversations with people that are passionate. You know what I mean? That's and it'd be another extension of your lifestyle brand. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's you just cool. Nailed it, dude. Ah! Yeah, son. You know what I mean? And then you could just talk to everyone about coffee or talk yeah. about life or whatever. Just pick people that you're like. Let's go have some Joe and a cup of Joe. And yeah. why is it called cup of Joe? Go. That's a good question. No, I don't know. Google Someone it. Google that. We have to sure. Google it. It's 2013. All right, hold on. I'm gonna Google it. Keep them entertained. Just sing. why is it a cup of Joe? <laughs> 2013. I wonder if someone else has already covered this what on are you a podcast. Be for Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween. My girl loves Halloween so much, so man. My girl, she's coming up with all these ideas, and I'm just like, I can't think about it. I have other shit before that that I have to worry about, and once I get that out of the way, I can like procrastinate into some shitty outfit the night the day of yeah hold on hold on one second sorry fuck hello hey I'm doing a podcast right now let me call you right back I'll call you back in like five minutes I wonder if the mic can pick that up bye alright we're gonna figure out why it's called a cup of joe and then I have to call my lady back my lady's in New York right now. She getting her, she's she's traveling and she's doing her own. She got accepted into a poll contest. Like she had to submit, like basically a sponsor me tape, and like she made it in. So she's like performing right That's now. So rad, man. Yeah, it's so cool. She loves it, man. So it's so gnarly. It takes strength and like finesse and like shit that I can't even imagine. It's like you think you're an athlete until you see your chick like hanging sideways on a pole and upside down, and you're like, dude, I know how that sounds, but like if you see it, it's not as. Yeah. 
Like, you think pole dancing, you think strippers and, like, stupid shit like that. But I'm telling you, these girls are fucking gymnastics like that. You know, like, gymnasts. They're like gymnasts. It's insane. Like, yoked out. So much control and finesse. Like, my girl's getting bigger and more muscly. And, like, it's not as sexy as you think. Her hands are always, like, calloused up. And, yeah. and she got bruises because they're, like, doing, like, pole Because she's, like, slipping and, like, hitting a rib yeah. on a pole or so something. So, like, she's, like, it's not what people think. Like, it's a, it takes skill and like, art. Like, you think you're a man because you're like, yeah, I could climb to the top of this thing. <laughs> I couldn't climb to the top, hold myself up by just my thighs for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, bend all sorts of crazy ways. <laughs> Alright, I got it. It's pulling up. Why is coffee called a cup of joe? Let's let's we'll go with uh Yahoo answers and see what they say. Cup of Joe. Some dude Joseph Daniels was appointed Secretary of the Navy by President Wood Row Wilson in nineteen thirteen. Among his four it's not even saying. That's not a reason. Didn't even give me a reason. Oh, it's just so credit. long to read. They just give credit to a dude. Yeah, like... Yeah, hold on. All right, I just have to read it all. That's what it was. President Wilson... Among the reformed Navy, we're making 100 sailors from the fleet eligible for entrance into the Naval Academy. The introduction of women into the service and the abolishment of the officer's wine mess. From that time on, the strongest drink aboard Navy ships could only be coffee and it doesn't even say is it because that dude like instated the rule that here you read it I'm retarded I mean, I'll talk you read it read it and tell me what you think like... alright so yeah anyways back to my lady she is gnarly and I applaud her it's insane how much effort control discipline practice it takes like to do what she does it's fucking sick yeah so basically that dude like instated a practice that um, the strongest thing on a ship could be on Navy ships could be coffee. Coffee. So okay. Joseph Daniels. So a cup, of Joe. a cup of Joe. Oh, okay. I see now. I'm too retarded. I read that. I was like, makes no fucking sense. Um, I don't think I have an Olo clip at my house right now to give away. So I'll probably hit up Kent in the next Olo next uh, podcast yeah. we do. I'll have some more Olo clips and we'll give some away. Get but it. um. Yeah, you can reach me at, at Anthony Shetler on all the social media bullshit. Um, and check out all I need because uh, we got a sick-ass team, man. And the more we sell stuff, the more the product moves, the more shops we get into, the more I can do for you know skateboarding in my local scene and for the riders that I support. You know what I mean? Like That's why I do all I need is because I want it to grow to where it can, we can support a little family. You know what I mean? And then keep having it grow. It's just cool, man. And it's, it's rad. All, <laughs> all the shops that support us, so we love you. Thank you so much. Like We're learning. We're a new brand. Everything's coming together awesome. Like It's just like... It's insane, man. And it's cool to have love and support like that. It's cool. Building it's a awesome, brand's man. amazing, man. So community. Yeah, so that's what I do. We try to do skate trips all the time. Do we want to do the video? Like I want to do it legit. You know what I mean? Like you're doing it, man. All the homies. Are all those cool dudes love skateboarding. They're getting good opportunities. They're cool kids. You know exactly, really man. You need brands like that, in. man. You need those brands that are like on the come up because like we all work together and do cool things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it just keeps the scene thriving. You know that's what I mean? It, man. Keeps Support thriving. Local brands. Keep 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 creating whatever it is you do, whether it's a skateboard brand, whether it's being a skateboarder, whether it's pole dancing, whether it's music, whether whatever your expression is, just get it out there and keep creating, please. 
We all we need more of it. We need man. weird, awesome stuff. You know what I mean? It's a 2014 next year. You know what I mean? Like, just like no repression. Just everyone do what they want to do. Yeah, do and you if you got a work to do, support it. Work. Put your dollars into that. You know, it's better than buying McDonald's have, or some other can, shit. Like, you have the opportunity to do it. What you want to do right now? You know? Yeah, like, that's you the idea. Have. So do it. I know you feel trapped at times, and some people are. But you know. Just love what you do, and if you have to work a nine to five and you got a lot of aggression and you're pissed off, man, go in the garage and fucking start a punk band. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Whatever. Like, people got like, their expression out. Yeah, go all into the, time. the garage and find a couple pieces of wood and some screws and build some shit. Yeah, start like, whatever it is. Yeah, and fucking take a sharpie to it and draw something. Like fuck yeah, do that. You having a bad day, man? Just put your mind to something. Get it out. Dude, get all that unhealthy dude, shit out through fucking practice and sweat and discipline and, like, gain qualities from it. Yeah. Learn about life. You know what I mean? Do something that makes you feel good. But Just like, keep but trying. work for it. But do something that makes you feel good, but work for it. Yeah, don't do easy the, shit. Don't get on pure, a scooter. That's the... Yeah. Scooter is way too fucking easy. Yeah, you can't kickflip, man. That's all I gotta say. You're gonna get bored with your fucking... You They're like, I can do a double backflip. Yeah, who the fuck wants to do a double backflip every time they are bored? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Try a fucking varial flip. <laughs> Go yeah, back. Right? Yeah, if you're really bored, you know. Um, all right, we out. I'm still rambling. All right, thank you, Derek. Peace. Peace.